We're back. We're back. We're back. And what back. Ha- what happened to make us? What I, happened? I paused it. He paused oh. it. Oh. <laughs> you, you didn't think I was just letting it run the entire <laughs> forty-five minutes? Well, no, I thought like thirty seconds ago you started, and then you said wait, and it started again. I thought something happened. It did. I hit the space bar instead of the record button. <laughs> Kel has a zombie over there. He don't know what button to hit. I'm just over here pushing buttons, man. <laughs> what you do as a sound guy. You start pushing knobs and twisting slides. And <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for our clan ID on Clash of Clans. What did it call Clash of Legends or something? Oh, oh there Clash it is. Yeah, we're fixing to make a, a clan called Real Pop Culture, but in the meantime, if you want to join us, the clan ID is, uh, I guess you can't say pound anymore. That's a hashtag. Uh, we, well, I still call it pound. <laughs> RGQJ028. Is that a V or a W? It's a V in it. Are you sure that's our clan and not your profile? That's a V. That's a v. That's it's, the that's, clan. That's the clan because my profile is L C U R Y R V two. Okay. If you search Clan of Legends, there's more than one. That's why you should go by that. I bet there's only in one. In the near future, there's going to be a clan called Real Pop Culture. I bet there's only one of those. I didn't look. I've already closed my iPad now. I thought you've got an iPad, too, don't you? Yeah, it's in my computer bag. I don't have this on it, though. All right. Well, uh, first of all, before we get started, I need to apologize for us going dark for. A longer period than we intended between episode 96 and 97. I will take blame for that. Well, the Sundays that we were using to record has now been filled with Kill J practice. Because we have a new drummer now. His name is Blake Carroll. He's from Starville. And we've been getting ready to do shows. Probably come October, we'll be ready to... We've already had some offers for September. I was like, ah, no, let's let's make sure we're, we're good to go. So now we got to figure out. I think we're going to have to start utilizing Monday nights again and just whenever we can for recording this. Yeah. Or you're going to have to get out here in the AM. <laughs> you know, Anthony, it seems like you always want to bring up getting up early. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's feasible Kill for all of us to be here. It's a, it's a time that we could utilize. Yeah. The thing is, I get up early every day. So when the weekend comes around, I like to like not have to do that. Well, I understand that, but AM goes. Of course, I got up at ten today. That's not early, but I could have. Yeah, we could have done something. Yeah, ten's not late. Ten's fine. If you can let me sleep to like nine or ten on Saturday and Sunday, I'm. That's all I'm asking. I'm I'm good. I'm not. We got up that early to play D and D, right? No, no, we have never done that. (laughs) Well, we used to have to when we played with with Clint. I mean, if we want to, that's right. We're to go to Clint's because we we quit at like twelve one time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. If you want to play D&D, that would make it better. If you want to start. Except you have a bunch of groggy, still half asleep, hungover. Whiny people. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this show, <laughs> before it turns into Rip on Mark Day, this show uh, did not turn out like I expected, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Actually, I think it's really good. I've already done the editing on the main body of the show. And it, it's really good. Uh, it's not not what I had planned, but... Well, see, we actually recorded what you're about to hear after this intro. Uh, we did, like, over three weeks ago, right? I mean, it was the day... It was, the, like, the day after the Cruise and Amory event. Yeah. I wasn't there, so I don't know. It was just going to be a piece of the, the podcast, but it wound up being, like, over an hour, so we're good. 
Well, we did like four different segments, and and I really have fun doing like sitting like right now we're sitting around the bar, which normally when we do an intro and outro, we're over by the computer standing up and doing the doo wop thing. <laughs> I miss dancing. We'll, we'll hey, look, you can dance right there. Uh-huh. Not really. Well, when we when we record on Monday nights, we'll have to be over by the computer because the bar will be used for prepping food and grilling and all that. Yep. Another thing I want before I forget, I want to give a big shout out to the Edge Radio US. Um, they are now in seventy, either seventy-one or seventy-two countries. I think he said seventy-two. Seventy-two, I think. And that's awesome. I had to Google how many countries there actually are. Do you know there's one hundred and ninety-five countries in the world? I knew yeah. that a long time ago. I don't know that now, no, well, but I do right now. Now, now, now I know it. I learned something. That's a, that sounds like a lot. Well, I relearned it. Like I could name you all the fifty states. But there's no way I could name you half of the countries in the world. I can name a lot of countries. 195? I figured you'd, you'd bog down around 100. You'd get the big ones. The main ones. Because there's a lot of unknown. You just offended like countries. 102 of the countries in the world. But there's a, but there's a lot of countries. And in they're just like, hearing us for the first time. <laughs> but there's some countries that are the size of Hadley. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you got all the... I'm fixing to butcher this statistic, but it's something in the neighborhood of like so many percent, and it's a big percent of all the countries in the world can fit in Texas, like area wise. Yeah, they're they're like little bitty. Yeah, but Texas is big. Texas is bigger than most countries. That is factual. Uh, California is bigger than most countries. Right. Yes. Mississippi's bigger than a lot of countries. Yes. But we're in 72 countries. Let that sink in. I know. That's like almost half the world. It's getting up there. It's like if you had a globe sitting there and you you drew a line around <laughs> the real pop culture listening area, it would be almost half, right? Yeah. I don't math so well. It's a little less than half. A little less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm rounding up. A lot. You know, too, uh, John plays Kill J on the... Uh, the Edge Radio. And the other night, you know how he does his uh, his weekly live video show that his he show, does? Yeah. I, we were kind of conversating back and forth on there the other night while he was doing it. And he asked me on there, he said, so I'm just going to add another Kill J song off the verdict. And I need to know, you know, which one should I do? And he said, should I do Leave Me Alone or Face of Regret? And I was like, Hmm. Between those two, face a regret. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a tough one. Or yeah. say leave me alone. Well, yeah, leave me alone is kind of like our our closer. That's our yeah. anthem. We always yeah. we always almost well almost always end every show with leave me alone. Yeah, but I, I I told him I said do face a regret, do something different. Yeah, that's a good one too. But yeah, we owe them a lot, man, because uh, even in this dark period where we didn't put out a show for a few weeks, our numbers were still just going up, 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 and normally there'd be a dip. Yeah. You know, because everybody like there's a there's a, especially our subscribers. There's a lot of people that listen to a new episode right when it comes out, but mm-hmm. then there's a it, it trickles down to a slow fade. Like people continue to listen to them, but the numbers are slower. Yeah. But here lately, it's stayed pretty steady. John, so I can tell that's a lot of that's coming in from from the Edge Radio. US. John and Lynn both do a lot of behind the scenes work too. That I just recently found out about. You know to try to help promote us even i mean just you know they're, they're just kind of a selfless act i guess you'd say that the, as much as they're doing 
you know, to help us out and everything. I'm not going to spend a whole long time on this intro because I think our outro is going to be kind of big. I got a lot to talk about. And I wanted to push what I wanted to talk about to the outro because a couple of the things are mildly spoilery. Well, like, I wanted to talk to you about It briefly, the movie It. I finally watched it. Yeah. And it came out in 2017. And we've kind of been living with this story for a long time. So yeah. it's not like that spoilery. Almost 30 years. They should have. Yeah, in one form or another, this this story's been around un- 32 years. relatively unchanged for, yeah, 30 years. So it's not that spoilery. And what was the other thing? You said something about, uh, I have no idea. There was another movie. Another movie? I was going to bring up. Oh, Ready Player One. We can't because he watched it yet. hasn't watched it yet. But what I was wanting to talk about is not spoilery. From the movie, or the I wanted to talk about the movie, but not, I can do it without spoiling it. So oh, okay. even for you, okay. But anyway, my mom watched it and she actually liked it. Oh, we got a couple voicemails we need to play real quick. This is Olivia Tubbs applying for the um, uh, mask. Thanks. Hey man, Jay Weaver registering for uh, for the uh, mask. And why you guys always want to try to kill me, man? What's up with that? <laughs> Later. Thanks for calling in. Uh, everybody else, y'all need to call in, man. Yeah, we need to y'all are missing out. out. There's not a lot of people that's called in, which increases the chances of the people that have called in. But you know, we got the Deadpool mask, and the second and third place uh, prize packages are pretty awesome, too. You got the the, the uh, audio books on CD from Graphic Audio that we're giving away. We got a Stranger Things baseball cap. We got some comic books. We got the MC magazine. From uh, the, the Monroe Journal that they gave us that we're gonna put in the in the prize package, a bunch of other cool stuff like some kill pop culture. We change the name back. Let's go. <laughs> Let's keep them on their toes. To hell with it. We still got stickers. <laughs> <laughs> we still got our shirts. <laughs> we still got shirts. <laughs> it's like let's reboot this franchise. Let's reboot in the, the reboot. middle of the yeah yeah. I'm still waiting for them to reboot a franchise in the middle of a movie. Didn't they do that with Hulk? Basically. Not literally in the middle of the movie, but, <laughs> but yeah, definitely well between. <laughs> but like, no, like you would have like, let's just say Spider-Man, like you got like Tom Holland through half the movie and then all of a sudden it's another, no, it's another, guy. It's another guy all together. Yeah. They just, and a whole different feel and look for the rest of the movie. They just rebooted the whole thing. That's silly. I like the new kid for Spider-Man. Though. I do too. Yeah. I like him a lot. I didn't think I would. I didn't like the in-between one though. Oh. I did. I liked him too. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. I thought he was good. I, I liked him, but I liked him. I, I liked this new one lot, like a lot better. <laughs> I guess just that one scene did it for me with him, where he's like, "Oh no, is that a knife?" <laughs> I'm like, "That's my biggest weakness." <laughs> is that a real knife? That was hilarious. I just love in the, this new Spider-Man movie they didn't do the same old telling the same origin story like they did with the first reboot, you know, with Andrew Garfield. It's like, we get it. Your uncle died. These superheroes have been around since, like, the 40s and 50s. We get, like, we know their backstory now. Yeah. We don't need, like, don't get me wrong. Batman Begins was great. But let's not ever do another, I don't need to see another cut scene with Thomas and Martha Wayne laying on the ground with pearls everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get it. His parents got killed. Yeah. It's sad. And they even did let's that. Let's tell with, some more stories. They even did that with the Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah, they got to do at least one cut scene. Yeah. yeah. But like in the comics, they do it all the time. But at least they had Negan and Maggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I've been going back and rereading a lot of. Uh, I've got almost every appearance of Thomas Wayne Batman. Yeah. Like uh, Dark Knight of Vengeance. Uh oh, we're losing Anthony. Look, look at him. <laughs> He's fading. We brought up comic books. That's why he said, "Pick me up after you go." To I won't list off all the appearances, but of course, Flashpoint was a big one. Yeah. But man, that's some good stuff. Thomas Wayne as Batman is awesome. It's obviously an alternate reality, you know, but he's an awesome Batman because he don't give a shit. I, he drinks whiskey. He uses guns. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, he he will kill you yeah. if you you, you would like Thomas Wayne. Batman. He owns a casino. He he's he's just a badass. He's got like a, a beard, like a, a stubbly beard. Stubbly beard. Yeah, and you think Batman doesn't give a shit if he does? Thomas Wayne really doesn't yeah. give a shit if he does. <laughs> He's like, I'm drunk anyway. I mean, like I he doesn't care it. as long as his, you know he completes his mission. If, if it cost him his life, he doesn't care because he kind of checked out when Bruce got killed. Right. Yeah, I know. All right, so. Uh, we're going to jump over to this, uh, this next segment where we're sitting around the bar. We talk about a lot of cool stuff. I forgot how funny this was when I was editing it. I got a, a real kick out of it. We said some pretty funny shit. There was some pretty good stuff in there. So uh, that's good. I'm glad we're not boring. Kelly's <laughs> been a fall over. been up all night. <laughs> He's been a so fall over. We're having to, yeah. <laughs> we're going to prop him up. I'm propped. I ain't going nowhere. Pretty sturdy right now. <laughs> he might have to go get him a 45-minute nap before everybody gets here. Play him a commercial. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a nonprofit organization, a level-headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk, not taking things solely as paranormal. They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one, fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you. I like how we're like multitasking right now. Yeah, we Germ always multitask. Germs prepping food. You're eating snacks and crunching all up in the microphone. <laughs> I'm not coming through. I bet it does. I can hear you crunching over here. That damn Cajun trail mix is tough, though. I thought we need to cut the air conditioner off. Off? Yeah, it's coming through on you. I mean, it's going to come through, but it's not going to be as bad as, like, those damn frogs. <laughs> those frogs. You know, I opened up Yahoo to pull up my mail. And uh, one of the headlines under Yahoo News is uh, Jason Momoa says Zack Snyder's Justice League cut is better than what we got. He would know. He was there. Henry Cavill's saying that we're not likely to get it, though. Well, the thing is, it exists. Yeah. According to, and we talked about this, what, last, what, last, last episode? Last episode. Or the one before, where one of the guys that was working on it said that all the scenes have been shot which means like I said it exists somehow it just needs to be put together and finished but I think it'll be a long long time like years from now yeah it'll probably be like a 10 year anniversary or a 25 or hopefully not that long but one of the other headlines here was uh, Chris Helmsworth and um, 
Tessa Thompson. They both starred together in Ragnarok. Right? Wasn't she the Valkyrie? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. She's on Westworld, too. But anyway, they're doing a Men in Black reboot. Really? I've seen that on Yahoo. You know, I watched Justice League again the other day. It was on HBO. Watched it from the beginning. And I tried to, like... I've seen it a bunch of times now, so I tried to watch it from the perspective of... I tried to find something wrong with it. Like, I tried to not like it. Or not really not like it, but... I tried to see it through the eyes of someone who says that it sucks. And, uh... I don't know what you could say about that movie. And another podcast I was listening to recently, the name escapes me. I'll give them a shout out when I look it up. Um, they brought up a good point about Justice League and that it was like the best Superman performance. Henry Cavill's. Was it Cavill or Cavill? Cavill. Like cattle? Yeah. He was like the best. That's the best Supermaning he's Supermaned since he started Supermaning. I can agree with that. I like his performance better in Justice League than I did. Well, he uh, went back to the classic Superman instead of the sad, brooding Superman. Yeah. And he like, you know, saved the day at the end like Superman does. Yep. Uh, You remember after we watched it the other day, that was another point that you brought up? It was kind of not fair in the point of Superman at the end of the movie where him and uh, Flash are going to do the race. You said he's supposed to ruin. Yeah, he you know? flew. Yeah, he flew. That's, that's I mean, cheating. Yeah, that's kind of cheating. Is it cheating? But the Flash isn't flying. He's running with his legs. And Superman, like, dove into the air. But Superman's not known for his... Fast running ability. He's known for flying. Well, he's fast. Yeah. I mean, in the comic books, he did run. But they never really did it as a bet. They always did it for some kind of charity. charity. Yeah, they did it like, what, three times yeah, in the three. comics? I'm going to go wash my hands. Trying to find my notes. You may have to edit out me just meandering around. This isn't my notes. This is a list of comic books I'll need to buy. <laughs> Keeping that. Yeah. I'm saving that to my flash drive. We need to see if we can get sponsored by Great Value Cajun Trail Mix. <laughs> or, like, just get sponsored by Great Value. How awesome would that be? That would be cool. A Great Value Podcast needs a Great Value Snack. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we keep finding things that are so addictive? Because I, I bring something over and y'all were like, oh. All right, we're just going to wing it. Why did you even I don't need notes. Out? Well, because I saw them sitting there and I was like, hey, olives. You know what I haven't had in a long time is a good martini. Shaken, not stoked. Never had a martini. Joe Redbeard makes really good martinis. I'm real particular though. I don't like much vermouth. I like a lot of olive juice, a lot of olives, and I like vodka, not gin. So you like it dirty? You and like it dry? No, gin is dry. Wet is vodka. Oh, okay. They said, I, don't I, I can't believe people drink gin. It tastes like pine needles. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you should be cleaning with it. 
one thing I don't need my notes to talk about is the new MC. Well, it's not new, really. We just haven't talked about it yet on the show. He came out, what, two papers ago? Two weeks ago. No, three. Did he say they're doing one of these every quarter? Uh, no. Like four a year? Well, they were going. Because it was the last one that we're in. That was last year. It wasn't a year ago. Yeah. Was that a year ago? Does it have the date on it? I thought they just done two a year. Which, by the way, uh, thanks to Ray Van Dusen, we've got some extra copies, and we'll be including these in our prize package that we're giving away. June 28, 2017. Been a year. Wow. That does not seem like it was a year ago. But in this issue, I'm pretty sure he said he's doing more than one a year, though. I thought they were they talking about they were to do one per season. What it is, it's a magazine. Uh, you can go back and listen to the episode where we interviewed Ray about this. It's a magazine they put out in the Monroe Journal called the MC Magazine. It's really cool. Like, I didn't just read the article about us. <laughs> I read the whole thing. But one thing uh, I wanted to point out is they had a big article on 1817 Brewery in here. And I think he mentioned, I think he mentioned the podcast in his interview. Yeah, he was talking about the... Uh, Kill Pot Fresh Hop Pale Ale in there um, let me get to the uh, there's just one I read like I said the whole thing's good but uh, I was really what really caught my attention is this section that, that Ray did he did a section on Urban Legends which none of these I hadn't I don't, I don't think I'd ever heard of any of these because like on the six-legged uh, woman Three-legged lady? I thought he was talking about the three-legged lady, but this is a totally different thing that I'd never heard of. I don't guess I've read this one yet. And uh, that thing about the people in the sewer, man, that is crazy. I actually went and watched the YouTube video, which is not, you know, it's not real. The people made it up. And yeah, it's what started the urban legend. Emory doesn't have sewer systems. Well, no, that's what's the trippy thing about it is there actually is... A, a big underground like the tunnel system yeah basically. there's a tunnel system and, and I, I, why would Amory need a sewer system so big you could live in it I underground mean, railroad we didn't have an underground railroad <laughs> okay yeah Amory's not it's not like Amory's big enough for a subway <laughs> system I, like in New York they have like huge sewers and stuff and people like live down there but this is Amory I figured our, our sewers would just be like PVC Pipe. pipes <laughs> <laughs> Like quarter inch, like schedule 80 PVC. <laughs> you really have a hard time living in that. <laughs> Some field lines should run out. Um, one thing that I was surprised that he didn't write about was um, the Big B Bottom Beast or the Beast of Big B Bottom. Yeah. And, uh, and the Black Cat Bottom Panthers. But that's not an urban legend. That is true. Well, everybody keeps saying that, but nobody has any proof. I haven't seen any pictures. I mean, there is a lot of people in this area that say they've seen Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Not just at Black Cat Bottom, but around here in general. Well, I told you, out of my land in Houston, we've got Panthers. Did you see them? Yes, we have seen them. With your I, own two eyes? Yes. I have seen not Mama seen them, and seen all them. three kittens. How, how, how do you know it wasn't just a wild cat? And it was dark, so it looked like a black panther. Because it wasn't dark, it was during the day, and dude, that's a big old cat. It's the size of. Did you pig. hear it? Oh yeah, you can sit on the back porch and hear it at grandma's. I tried to send y'all boxes. When we went camping and stuff like out it. there that time, we heard something weird that we think was a, a 
pack of dogs. Nah, that was just those hunting dogs. That was my cousin's co uh, coon dogs. What are you doing? This thing keeps coming unplugged over here. Remind me to turn the kegerator back on. It's probably good that it's not on right now. It'd be coming through my mic. Yeah. So anyway, check out the the latest MC magazine available at the Monroe Journal office over by the park in Amory. Or if you win our prize package, there'll be one of each in, in there. Oh, and um, I'm really scatterbrained because I'm looking at this magazine, my laptop, and this freaking power strips over here like making electric noises. <laughs> Like sizzling and popping. Uh, like yeah, unplug it. I did. It's still making. It's noise? still making noises. Um, it's touching my chair too. I'll probably get superpowers. Will I use them for good or evil? Who knows? Evil. How about a bit of both? <laughs> How about don't even lie about it? <laughs> yeah, evil. <laughs> but no, uh, what I was gonna say is, if anybody has like. When I was growing up, I heard about the Beast of Bigby Bottom. They said they saw it around Cason Community. But from what I understand, all the reports were from like a long time ago, like around the 70s and 80s, and then they just stopped. And I don't think I've ever heard the entire story about the Beast of Bigby Bottom. I think Clint knows some people that saw it because well, he lived in Cason. And supposed to be like a Bigfoot or something. It's a sort. big feet, yeah. yeah. It's a Sasquatch. It's a Samsquatch. Yeah. Why don't Michael and them go look for that? I don't know. He's got a Bigfoot hunting group now, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's part of his paranormal team. I don't know. He works all the time. There's just not a whole lot of... There's not been a lot of sightings around here. You got to go to the Pacific Northwest to do that. There hasn't been a lot of sightings of actual Bigfoot here in the last couple years anyway. Well, there was one sighting in, like, 2013 around Jackson, and one of the Bigfoot hunting shows actually went down there where it was seen, like some old playground or something. I think they found some footprints, maybe. I don't watch them shows. So if anybody has a any information on the Beast of Bigby Bottom, maybe you know the Beast of Bigby Bottom, they'd like to come on the show and talk to us, or grunt, or whatever. Hey, what we can set a mic up for him. Yeah. We'll even feed it some of our uh, Cajun Great Value Cajun Trill mix. Oh, now, we'll give him a beer, but I don't know about the... Dude, I just heard it that time. Did, did you hear that? I heard it. Hold on a minute. I think that's your damn laptop charger. Unplug it. Is it hot? Well, it ain't cold. Yeah, that's the only bad thing about these Mac Pro books. Well, Her it's plugged in upside so down. Hot. Do you think I should... Yeah, you sh it needs to be right side, regular. Not that I think it really makes a difference. I mean, power goes up and down. It's AC, man. It's alternating current. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what other urban legends? I, I want him to keep this going. I want him to do a follow-up. Black Panthers, Beast of Big Boop Bottom. Three-legged lady. Would that really be an urban legend? I guess so. Yeah. But the six-legged lady was different. You, you need to read them. I do need to read that. I'll read one on the air. He said I could. I get special permission. Why don't you go ahead and hand me one? Seriously? <laughs> I warned you. I warned you. I unleashed the beast. Me too, while you're in there. Oh, Lord, why don't I just get everybody one? Well, that's kind of the idea. I'm going to make you go dump the grill now. 
I already done that. Oh, good I job. need to put the bacon wrapped pickles on it. Yeah, they take forever. We're gonna leave them on the aluminium foil. Yeah. You need help because I can get Kella to help you. <laughs> I think I'm gravy. Seven second rule. Actually, this is this nasty floor. You got less than seven seconds. If it even gets close to the floor, you don't need it. In this house, <laughs> it's two this, feet from the this floor. This you. See, I have to clean behind my garbage can all the time because people cannot aim for crap. That's why I don't play baseball or basketball. And I don't even want to talk about the bathroom right now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad. No, I'm gonna edit that out. Just Did you clean the bathroom? Everything. With what? A mop? Spray oh, he'll clean this bathroom, but he won't clean his bathroom at home. Well, I don't care if he cleans the bathroom at home. I'll never go over there. <laughs> but no, he was complaining about that the other night. Yeah, I don't <laughs> do was laughing at him. I don't do bathrooms normally. But yes, since we're talking about local. We did the uh, Cruise and Amory thing last night. I don't know when this will air. Probably next week. Probably. It depends on uh, how long it takes me to get it edited. How much time I got and, this week. I'm working on a couple of interviews right now. So, yeah, we dropped the top and baby. Got her all cleaned up and purdy. Man, that that cruise and everything's really grown. Like, it's huge. It's year. almost too big. Yeah. Like, what if it gets any bigger? Then you're pretty much You're not, not going to be moving yeah, on the strip. Yeah, you're sitting there. I don't know, because if you think of how many people were pulled over oh, at the pig. Well, all over the place. But, but primarily just at the, at the pig. Yeah. It would take you five minutes to go through that parking lot. Because oh, somebody easy. was always stopping talking to somebody. Even up until like midnight last night. Yeah. yeah. Is that where we left? Yeah. Right at uh, midnight. Yeah we, I th- yeah, we did leave right at midnight. Um, Chad Houston. When did you get him on the show? Yeah, he, we say that every year we talk about this. Well, let me back up. <laughs> Which every town, I think, does a form of this. Or well, did before internet. People cruise the loop. They it, still do in some places. There was a big loop in Tupelo. I know there was one in Houston around the square. There was one in Calhoun City that we used to do. So anyway, um, from the article I read in the paper, Chad Houston was showing his kids where he used to cruise the strip in Amory. And then he decided to, I guess, get everybody together. And he put Well, out he the called word. a couple of his buddies first, didn't he? Yeah, Told them so. what he... They were talking about That's it. why we need to have him on the show so he can explain it better than we yeah. can. Yeah. Because I remember the, the newspaper article vaguely. But it was instantly, like, just huge. Yeah. And everybody that used to cruise the loop came out and brought their kids and friends. And there had to have been more than just people from Amory there. It had to be. Unless every house was empty last night. Doesn't lot, but you remember the little kids mean mugging us in the other Jeep? Yeah, Jeep Heat. That's a Jeep new, Heat. I didn't know Jeep Heat was a thing until last yes, night. Yes, Jeep Heat is a thing. It started out, we pulled up at the BP to get some drinks. Of course, we're jamming. Right. So people are looking at us because we're listening to like really loud, like 80s metal. I have a playlist just for the cruising, uh, the loop. Because you can get away with, you know, listening to that. Yeah. But, uh,. I walked back out, and there's this people in the Jeep next to us, like, mean-mugging the crap out of us. Like, even the kids that were in there. The kid kept leaning forward, and it's like, yeah. He, he had to be no more than, like, six or seven. And yeah. He was just like, he was bowing up. He was ready to fight. Yeah, every Jeep we met last night well, was not Well, e- not every one of them, man. Well, not Laura. Well, no, there was a couple of them that, that gave you the, 
the Jeep wave when you went by. Yeah. Like when you're on a motorcycle, you get the little yeah. biker wave. Yeah. I'm standing up in the, the Jeep back. Jeep had the same Jeep. thing. Because most Jeep, most people in the Jeep family are, they're cool. But yeah, you got your mean muggers, the people that mod everything out, and they just think they're, they're just the best one ever. I didn't get scolded by the cops this year like we did last year. Well, you were standing up in the back. That's not legal. I was doing that last night, too. Yeah, oh. but you well, I think there were so many down. people doing it last night, they just couldn't. Well, he actually sat down when we got off Main Street. Yeah. And any time he's seen a cop, he fell to the floorboard real quick. Yeah, I dropped back down real quick. I was sitting differently this year than just standing up in the seat. Yeah, but I think most of the Jeep heat come from us jamming so hard and it sounding so good on the outside. You do have a loud system in there. I'm a sound guy. I have to. I, I, would, I would lose cred points if my stereo system didn't sound good. This is true. <laughs> Me and Germ uh, Friday night did a lot of uh, comic book inventory. Like you didn't see it because we had uh, we cleaned it up. But I had that table, that six foot folding table I got in here. Man, there were comic books everywhere. Like long boxes, short boxes, and we had a box over here, and then like three or four. Two I was getting caught up on uh, bagging, boarding, inventory. I told you I got to do the same thing sometime. Yeah, um, I've got two bags at the house, half full of comics that I need to bag, board, and categorize. What kind of bags and boards do y'all use? Do you use the kind that you put the tape on the bag, or the kind I, that are resealed? I actually like the kind you just peel the the sticky back off of it, and then it just. I get the back and forth, man. I, I, I get, what is it? Silver Age. With the I get tape? the Silver Age size bags and boards, but I've and got some that that have the sticky on them already. And I don't like just, the one with the stickies really, because when I'm pulling them out, if something gets stuck. And that's on the other, the sticky either. parts on the other side. It's on the back side of the comic, not on the flap. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes my my tape is on the flap part. Yeah, and it'll, it'll I stick guess to the, the best answer for that is whatever's convenient. Well, my thing is you can only reseal those sticky, sticky ones so many times, and yeah. I'm a I'm a comic book reader. Yeah. But you know, so I like to open mine multiple me, times. You and me were both kind of a little OCD the other night, like. If a bag was too wrinkled, whatever, you know, we changed out the bags, or if it had a f- part of the flap on the back that was crinkled up, we'd tape it down. And How many comics estimated as a long box hold? 300, I want to say. Roughly. The thing is, a long box full of comics is heavy. Yeah. Well, I've got a long box. Like, it's I'm, about I'm not saying full. heavy because I can't handle it, but yeah. the handles start to, like, uh, you get that tear. crease in the center? Yeah. Because it's so heavy and it's cardboard. So I, yeah. I tell Mark to be, you know, be kind of smart about it. Don't overfill it to the point where you're just, like, having to stuff them down inside in between each one. Yeah. Leave yourself enough space. That way you can actually kind of pull forward. And he actually still has a little bit of space in there, but I don't think we want to push that envelope too much. Oh, more. the next day I came out here and uh, I took out my whole Nightwing section and put it in another box Yeah. to make room for some more of my random Batman as of right now, I'm completely caught up. I've got even the stuff I bought last night is bagged, boarded, inventoried, and put in the right place. Nice. Yeah, y'all even bagged and boarded the ones y'all bought me yesterday. One question I wanted to ask our listeners that collect comic books: I'm, I'm in a dilemma right now because some of my comics I have arranged by title, some by volume, and some by like character like I've got one section of just Catwoman 
because I've got a, some random Catwoman comics. But I have my primary thing that I collect is Detective Comics and Batman. So Detective Comics and Batman have their own section for each volume. Like volume 1, volume 2, volume 3. I got one box that's just volume 3 now of Batman and Detective Comics. But I wouldn't want to do volume 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 of Catwoman, for example, or Nightwing, or... Well, I got a lot of Nightwing, but bat, like Batman uh, Beyond. I've got a f- just a handful from each volume. So I want to kind of arrange that by character. Yeah. Like, how do other people arrange their comics? Because it gets confusing. We'll see. Because I, like, I have I was... one section of just New 52 stuff. But there's also some New 52 stuff in the Catwoman, the Nightwing, and the Batman Beyond. Right. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know what I mean? Was, we were talking about that the other day. That would drive me crazy because you've got, like, your New 52. You've got your Rebirth. You've got your, what, the Silver Age or whatever. And... You try to keep all that separated, but you try to keep it, you know, the characters together. I would have so many different boxes of, okay, well, this is Silver Age, this is, but it'd be, all be, of, like, separated out as much as I could get with one uh, one character. Like, you know me, I like Red Hood, I like Superman, I would have one box just of that, but I would have to keep it divided out between, you know, New 52 and Rebirth and stuff like that in order to do it but it, it it just it would drive me crazy your system that you have right now actually does seem to work really good y'all would hate mine what do you do just stick them in a box and yeah well my collection has finally gotten to the point to where you have to have some kind of a system oh yeah because it would take you forever to find one book I know people that have much larger collections than mine but I've got like multiple short boxes and another thing I'm, I'm thinking about just sticking with short boxes instead of I just don't like the long box. It, it, it's so long that it gets all warped. Yeah. You know, it's just... Well, it's good if you're not moving it and carrying it around. And see, I just do. just storage. That's what the yeah. long box you is for. You can stack short boxes a lot easier than you can stack long boxes. I wind up wagging everything out here. Yeah. So I can, like, blast music while, you know, while I'm... And see, I'm a different kind of comic book collector than y'all are. I buy the books strictly to collect them. Now, when I want to read them, I'll... I will go and buy the digital copy so I can read it on my iPad or my phone. Normally my iPad, but I just, I collect the books themselves just to collect. Well, yeah, I'm almost right the opposite. In fact, the only reason I, well, not the only reason, but like when I was reading comics, the only reason I kept them really was because I wanted to read them again. I wasn't really collecting as much as I was keeping for continuous reading you know the collecting didn't come till later and i'm still primarily a reader first um but i was just looking at my clz page here another thing that's confusing is i was like i was telling germ rebirth is volume three for batman and detective comics Mm -hmm. but it's it's not volume three for other titles like batman beyond rebirth is volume six yeah and see, the whole rebirth and the new 52 confused me so much. Well, what I didn't like was during the... We talked about this, I think, on the maybe the last one or two podcasts ago. Uh, like the preludes to the wedding, the Batman series. Yeah. Every different one of them was a number one, number one. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah, and when you're in your inventory software or whatever you use, it, it just kind of clutters it. Because you have, like, all these titles with just one book in it. Yeah. Like, if you click on my Batman Volume 1, you know, it's got several hundred. But if you click on, like, uh, uh, the Prelude to the Wedding, 
uh, Batman and uh, Batman and fifty. It's got what like was it four? Different I was just ones? looking at it. Where'd it go? Four or five different. Six. I think we was talking the other night. But you brought Six up Six different number ones for the prelude. Yeah, maybe that's it. You brought up digital comics, and this is a, another question that I have because I don't know. I guess we would need to email like CGC or CBCS or PGX Comics and find out because now they're coming with a free digital download when you buy the comic, yeah. which is cool because, like you said, you have the collector aspect of it and you can read it on your iPad. You don't have to lay in bed with a flashlight and a, <laughs> and a comic book getting all wrinkled. Well, that, if you, like, me, I'm prone to fall asleep at any time and everybody knows this. You roll over on your So if, I'm, if I've got my comic, say I'm reading the newest Cyborg that's out. <laughs> Wake up with a comic stuck to your face. Well, not only that, or I've, I've rolled over in my sleep and I ripped it. Yeah. That's I would be furious with myself. <clears throat> but with the digital, that ain't no big deal. I mean, if I roll over on the iPad, well, yeah, I'd be mad if I broke the iPad, but It's but my question is, you have to scratch a thing off to get the code to download the digital comic, which I understand having to do something like that. Otherwise, people would just go to the store and like scan the code yep. if it was just you know exposed. But once you scratch that code off, you no longer have a mint condition comic, right? Doesn't it degrade it the value? Yeah, it should. It's, it, it seems should like it would deface mint. it a little bit. I think it, it would be mint condition. It might not be a nine point eight. It might be a nine point six. But what well, do you would, want more? Yeah. How much would it knock it down if you sent one in to get graded and you would scratch the thing off of it? I mean, they're pretty particular. Yeah. Why don't you ask Ellis? I did. He don't know. But they just started doing this. DC did, and I'm glad they're doing it. I just don't know how that works. I don't think I've bought any DC comics. We need to message message DC or like you said. CDC. Have you Googled it? No. I haven't put that much effort into it. <laughs> we just started. Another thing that Marvel is doing now, for me to be a DC guy, I've been buying a few. I've been reading a lot of Marvel comics lately. I started that Deadpool run, and then today I just read Infinity Gauntlet. But they're starting this thing called True Believers. It's basically reprints of old comics. The. And it was it's really cool because like I got the Infinity Gauntlet, the original, and I got it slabbed. So I can't read it. But these uh true believers, they're reprints and they're only a dollar. So now I've got a dollar reader copy yeah. that I can just read. It's probably not gonna go up in value, but I didn't really well, buy it. Depends it. on how many they printed. I don't know, but uh the, but the only like I think it's really cool and I'm glad they're doing that and I hope and wish D C would copy them as much as Marvel copies DC. This is one thing I wish DC would copy from Marvel because it'd be really cool to have some reprints. And they modernize it. Like, it's the same artwork, but it's printed the way they print comics now. Yeah. Versus, like, the newspaper kind of paper. Yeah, that turns yellow. Yeah, it's more like the the, the glossy. Got a waxy coat film on it or something. Yeah. Now, the downfall is, (laughs) here we go with the number ones again. Each one of them is a number one. So... True Believers, number one for everyone that comes out. <laughs> so how do you know if you miss one? Well, because it's like a one... Like, this is number one of the Infinity Gauntlet. And when you get to the end... Cause Infinity Gauntlet was a six-part. When you get to the end, there's a big, fat advertisement for the Infinity Gauntlet trade, the novel. 
So it's kind of a it's kind of an advertisement. The whole thing is a commercial, basically. Yeah. But you know, I get it. They got to sell comics, but it's cool to have a reader copy of some of the stuff. And with them only being a dollar, makes it really cool. It's really tempting to get it. Yeah. I wouldn't buy it if it was cover like if it was two ninety nine or three ninety nine. I wouldn't mess with it. But a dollar, yeah, I'll buy them all day. I can't afford not to. Yeah, because I mean, how many times we go to the dollar I rated Elbow's dollar bin. <laughs> yeah. Man, you know that Man of Steel that I got? Mm-hmm. It has that one smudge on the front. That's why I was on the dollar bin. Yeah. But the rest of the comics in like perfect condition. All the corners, the pages, everything. And it's like a, uh, it's like a retelling of Superman's origin. Yeah. Because you know we really needed that. Yeah, like we had no idea where, Superman where is from. he from. Did you, did you hear? <laughs> I've El- never seen did, that done. Did you hear Ilbo and Jennifer talking last night about? You know, we talked about the uh, Action Comics number one reprint that he had in the store. Yeah, for ninety eight dollars. Somebody come in there and bought that right before we got there. Okay, I thought they bought his uh, Action Comics one thousand. No, it was his. He's got one of those graded. Yeah, it was his number one. Somebody huh. like slapped a hundred. So the one like wheel. you got. Yep. It was just in the you know CG, CGC grade. What grade was it? Nine point eight. Wow. <laughs> you ought to get yours graded. Yeah. And he only wanted ninety eight bucks for it. That's about right for one Is graded. It? Yeah. For you might one? could even get it for less than that on eBay. Yeah. But huh. you're paying shipping and all that. I mean, it's a reprint. It's. The, Oh, the oh. yeah, it's, yeah, the, it's, the it's not the original. Well, that no, would be over like a million. I knew it wasn't like an original because I seen it go on that that comic book uh, auction they had it was like uh, sixteen million dollars, fifteen million dollars. But you'd like be that. surprised. Some of those reprints, um, like uh, there's like three different Walking Dead number ones, and I think the tenth anniversary edition is the most sought after. That's the one you got me, wasn't it? I uh, got you one of them. There's like three of them. Yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, because I bought me one, I bought you one at the same yeah. time. And then like with the Batman, the, I think the Loot Crate box for the action comic, that version is the one I got for you. That's the most sought after version of it. And there's like two or three of Batman number one, which I've been stalking for a long time, the Masterpiece Edition, because it's an identical <laughs> replica. Do you remember how you used to be able to get the baseball card Books, and they tell you how much worth each card was. Oh worth yeah, the year. almanac, the baseball uh-huh. card yeah. almanacs. Do they do something like that for comics? Yeah, internet. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if there's a website you can go. To, or I you just think go they to eBay. actually brought back a comic book price guide at one time. You remember the wizard was wizard, the big, yep. the big thing. Don't know. Most people just go to eBay, find out what they're going for on eBay, and that's kind of what they base. Yeah, because them on. something's only worth what people are yeah paying for it. I gotta but look man, up. could you imagine now with all the variant covers and stuff? If they made a wizard comic, it would be like a. It had to be an online PDF. It would be huge. Yeah. You remember the com- those- you remember the computer shopper? You remember those? Oh yeah. Where you could buy computer parts out of before internet was a big thing. Those yeah. things were like massive. They're like this tall. It was like the uh, the big blue book from uh, MSC. Like if you hit somebody with that thing, you give them a concussion. Swap. <laughs> <laughs> The DC Nation thing is pretty cool. I'm into that. Have we heard anything else about the DC Network? No, they still haven't released a date, but they did release the price. Yeah. And drumroll is seven ninety nine a month. We talked about it on the podcast. No, we didn't. We yeah. never did come up with the price because they still hadn't listed it's $7.99 it. Seven ninety nine a month or seventy nine dollars for a year. For a year. And you get like three months free if you pre 
order now, but it doesn't have the release date yet. It Damn. just says, uh, same with Doctor Who. They're putting out, they even put out another tra- uh, trailer for Doctor Who. I've seen the. Uh, and there's still no release date. Yeah. And they say they're only doing 10 episodes this year. They better do a Christmas special. Uh, the way they're talking, there's not going to be a Christmas special this year. That don't make any sense. I mean, well, the Christmas special only come about just the last couple of years. No, they've been doing them for a while. No, they David. Uh, well, BBC Eccleston. does Christmas specials for a lot of their shows. Yeah, and they just it come around. I mean, they did Star Wars Christmas special. Nobody yeah. had a Christmas special at that time, so that's the reason they chose because Doctor Who had just come back on, and they were really still trying to push it. And you realize that it comes out in well, it did come out in. Britain six months before it hit US. What? Now it's all the same. Right, because I get the BBC One on my and, satellite. Yeah. No, you get BBC America on your satellite. Do you I? do not get yeah. BBC One. Yeah, you get BBC America. I think that was that old pirated satellite I had. <laughs> got BBC yes, One. Yes, <laughs> and I used to love that. But I'm just kidding. By the way, if the FCC's listening, I never had one of those. I wish we could get BBC One through BBC Eight on like regular channel here. I would. Lo- I'd probably never watch anything else. Because when we was over there, dude, I, I literally stayed glued to the TV as much as they let me. I just really like the Christmas special because it, it gives you that, tied you over. Yeah. You know, because you, you, it, it like, the se- season ends, and then you got a few months, and you get like one more, and then it kind of cuts down the wait time. You got yeah. something to look forward to yeah. without having to wait a damn year. Yeah, and you remember that year they skipped with no Doctor Who? Yes. Which the next season after that was pretty good. That was a tough year. Yeah, it's a tough year. <laughs> it's one of the dark years. No Doctor Who. That's where Game of Thrones got their idea to wait till 2019 to release. Oh, God. Which, I, I mean, I can't say no Doctor Who because I still, I'll go back and watch. I think I'm on season, series seven right now. I've started back over so many times. And yeah. I try to go back a little further every time I start over. But it's it's so hit or miss, man, like. Those old Doctor Who's, some of those are hard to watch. Yeah, even some the Tom, of them are great. Even the Tom Baker years, there are some of those. There's that are some just that are just so hard. There, are, some of them are just awesome. Like what is it, the Pyramids of Mars? And Pyramids of Mars. Like there's a hand, well, not more than a handful, but there's a bunch of them that are just as good as today's. But then, yeah, some of them are just a snooze fest. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. You're like, the where are they going that, with this? Like, I yeah. don't even, I don't even understand what's going on right now. The only right. thing that makes it semi-watchable is the companion or canine. And there's these long, awkward, like quiet spaces where no, <laughs> like nothing's really happening. They're just kind of sitting around. You're like, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> like we're burning tape, people. <laughs> it's like, come on, move it along, guys. <laughs> Uh, it's like I, they took a cigarette break and just left the cameras rolling for a I'm, minute. I'm telling you, <laughs> start at the very beginning. I'll sit with you one night. I watched the first episode. It's not that bad. The first episode the is good. Child. Yeah. No, but let's start at the beginning. Me and you, and if Jeremy wants to, if he can be quiet. We'll I do sit better. At, I do better. We, we will sit at the beginning and watch as much of the season, the very first Doctor as we can. And you want to talk about hard yeah, it some of his so were cheesy. Yeah. It is so educational. What did you think about the the lost episodes that they did animated? I, I really, I, they, some of them were okay, but some of them were bad. They didn't do that many. No, it's it's all of Patrick, uh, the second Doctor, Patrick uh, Stewart. <laughs> oh, hi, Captain. <laughs> 
no. Captain Doctor. Uh, I, I I cannot think of his last name right now. But, yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he, he his episodes were were hard. <clears throat> but for those of that don't know, there was a bunch of lost episodes of Doctor Who where they erased the tapes. Well, they got they got degraded or burn up in a, a BBC had a fire. I heard they erased a bunch of them or, and they just assumed that they had other copies, I guess. And a lot of fans came forward, even though that was at a time when not a lot of people had VCRs and stuff. This well, there was no VCRs. But it some, was, they've, some fans have had. It was audio cassettes. Like, yeah, audio and, cassettes. The, now the ones they've redone, the fans have recorded the audio. And see, they still and had then the they scripts. put the animation. But now there are some episodes you can watch right now that are quote unquote restored, and it's they somehow taped them. I don't know what they used because again, this is before. It had it been a reel to reel. Because there was and no VCR. What happens in the is 70s. there's gaps in it, and that'll come up on the screen and tell you what's happening. Because yeah. you can hear it, but you like the tape's messed up, and then it'll catch back up, and then it'll play for a little bit, and was like you'll see you go, all right, in this scene the doctor is walking over behind a tree. So it's yeah. like basically like, you get a little. You're clip reading of it. Script. Yeah, you're just kind of reading it for a minute with the audio going. It's it's really. It's really weird. You had to be a hardcore fan to appreciate that. You know, Broadway, those. not Broadway, but BBC Broadway, whatever it's called, they did a uh, theatrical Doctor Who, or they tried to, and it did not go over very well. Let's take a break and put these patties on the grill. I'm sure you are feeding for a smoke by now anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. So we're going to eat. It's been five minutes. Gas, so y'all need one. Great. Gas Fred patties. Gas Fred. Gas Fred patties. Gas free patties. That's what I want. Those new band shirts look awesome. Where did you get those done? At Anarchy Design. They do screen printing now? Oh yeah, they do professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69, or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea, or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. So look at to hear the difference between air-conditioned and non. I can already see a difference. The wave files look better? Yeah. Peak levels are already lower. When they start out, the did idle. you hear that? That's your power adapter. It's still crackling. I you unplugged it. I, well, I turned it over. You want me to unplug it? Yeah, go ahead and unplug it. Plug something know. else in there and see if it does it. It may be the outlet. I mean, nothing else has ever done it. Yeah, it's just it, that. It's that. There's this that one we ran back here. I mean, yeah. I keep stuff plugged in all the time. Yeah. See, with the new the microwave, MacBooks, the kegerator, the new MacBooks are going to go to that uh, USB-C, like my phone is, and they're not even going to have a power box like that. Oh, hey! Uh, before we jump off the topic of Doctor Who, we were talking talking about Doctor Who before we put our food on the grill. One article I read about this season too is that uh they're not just changing the doctors and the companions like they're going for a whole new 
Like they have, they're they're still recording episodes right now. Well, as of that article, and at that point, they had yet to use any previous villains, like Daleks or Cyberman of the Master. So they're gonna have all new villains too. It's gonna be all new. Every, they, they're trying to go for like a whole new feel for the show. Well, they've got a whole new writer now too, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be Which, like he he. It's not a whole new writer. Uh, he did two or three of the last episodes of uh, Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Or he, he was with uh, uh, R.T. Davies whenever they did him. But uh, yeah, I think now he's actually taking over, taking over. So Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited, but I'm also kind of leery. Kind of stay skeptical well, about it. I'm always scared about a new doctor. I am too. I'm not any more or less scared that they're changing the gender of the doctor. I don't really. I don't think. I really don't care as long as it's good. Yeah, I don't think that's really going to affect it just a whole lot because that's the whole premise of Doctor Who. He's not spacious. Yeah, I so. mean, but what I'm not going to do is if I don't like it. And the show isn't good anymore. I'm not going to say I like it just to... Just to be politically correct. Yeah, no, screw that. I'll say it sucks if it sucks. I'll say it's good if it's good. and Because I want it to be good. I, I want all of them to be, be good. good. And I haven't been let down yet. I mean, there's never been a doctor I hated. No. There's not even been one that I just really disliked that I've watched since uh, 2005. Well, yeah, since the the regeneration of it, I guess we could say. Is it still doing it? Yes, it's still crackling. And it's not plugged in. So it's not mine. So it's not that. Is it the microwave? Because I know last night the microwave was out. Oh, I bet it's my power supply. Dude, that just sizzled. Unplug everything over there. Now, if it does it, we got real problems. If it does it, I'll go cut the Yeah, we'll have to kill the power and rewire it. Yep, folks. We are having a uh, man cave, QJ Ranch electrical issue. (laughs) You just messed that all up. A man cave killed Jay Ranch. <laughs> We're having a man cave breakdown. Right now, it's not a man cave. It's a studio. It's always a man cave. <laughs> There's been girls out here. Few and far between. Few and far between. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, some stuff. I did find my notes, by the way. When y'all are out there smoking cigarettes, I was in here working. I found my notes. I added some more stuff. I took some stuff off that we'd already talked about. Well, look at you. Some of this I'm going to save because... I want to talk to Anthony. I want Anthony's input. Yeah. Is he going to be here tomorrow? Should be. Look on the calendar. Yeah, he's off yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, he worked this weekend, so. Check the Heath Ledger. He'll, get off, ledger he'll get off nights uh, in the morning. Monday will be. He'll come off nights after tonight. If it's blank, he's off. Hang on. It's the 29th tomorrow. Yeah, it's blank. Yeah. You no, know, he'll yeah, come off says, nights. He'll, he'll, be, he'll work Wednesday and Thursday on nights. But, but see, see, you know, going by year, if it's blank. All weekend was blank, which meant he was on days. No, no, days, days is black, nights is red. Blank no, you is got it all. backwards. Black is black is night. Days is red. What's that from? I don't know, but it's blank. It's been blank all weekend. <laughs> it's something like so. some Green Lantern crap. So anyway, um, there was an article about the the Jacqueline Phoenix. Am I saying that right? Joaquin. Jacqueline. Joaquin. Joaquin, Joaquin ha- Hoist Gracie Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> no name butchery there, I'm sure. It's Joaquin. His Joker movie is supposedly like a 
basically a prequel to the Jack Napier Joker in Batman 89. That's kind of the feel they're going yeah. for. So basically it's like pre... It's, I wonder... It, it, it ends pre up... Pre-Joker? Well, it, it's an origin be, story. I wonder if he's This whole be. movie's an origin story. Why are they doing that? That's the one thing I love about Joker... Well, there really isn't. There they've is, done but there isn't. origin stories in the comics with the Joker, and the way they do it in the comics, they still leave it open because because I one of he, them was he was under the Red Hood for one of the. I uh, think that's universally recognized, but that's still not really his origin. Oh, well, yeah, but I, mean, I wonder part if of his gonna, origin. I wonder sure. if they're going to put that in there. I would imagine the yeah. Red Hood, because that's the whole reason that Red Hood took the Red Hood mantle is because yep. the Joker killed him. Yep. Spoiler alert. From nineteen ninety something, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the way they handle it in the comics is like even in um, not the man who laughs. That's the book I just read. Uh, the Killing Joke. Killing. Joke. They alluded to his origin a little, a little bit. Yeah. But he would say something like, "I think, uh, how did he put it? He said something like, well, uh, uh, I've told so many different stories that I'm not sure even myself which one is right, right. or something like that. Like, like he doesn't even know quick, what to believe anymore. Quick, yeah, like he don't even know himself, kind of thing. So, it would be weird to do a whole movie on something and then kind of play it off. Yeah. Like, I think that's the way it went down, or <laughs> well, I don't you, know. You know, like I told maybe you. they won't spoil. I, I don't want to. Like you said, though, I mean, I don't want to know where the Joker came from. I want to, I want it to be a mystery. Yeah. Well, like you know, we talked about Friday night when we were working on the comics and stuff too. Like the Jared Leto Joker. There's people stipulating out there that maybe he's Jason Todd instead of, you know, right. Joker Joker. And that would be a cool plot twist on it. But I'm hoping that's not the case. This isn't a spoiler alert because I mean this has been going for a couple seasons now. But in the TV show, yeah. You know they, you my Gotham, and uh, yeah, Gotham. The Joker is not really the Joker; it was no. somebody else. Yeah, and then it, it was somebody else again. I saw that episode <laughs> the other day. Yeah, you got Directv now, so yeah, what do you DVR all of them? Yeah, just as they come on, or no, I, just I, go I, into I your do settings. Some, I do until to record the whole series, and they'll yeah. do a, like a marathon probably. I and do. You can it to do repeats and it'll do all of them. New yeah, it'll get all of them. Yeah. So the only thing it lets me do on demand is it's let me have uh, season four. That's it. Yeah, I've tried to do on demand stuff and my internet is not good enough. And I found out that, you know, on those certain channels, well, you didn't have the old DirecTV, so you didn't, no, you didn't know did. a time where you couldn't do this, but there's certain TV shows you can change the channel to the show. And it's in progress, but you hit the back button and, and it'll start all the way yeah. back to the beginning. But yeah. you can't do it, uses that now. Your, it uses your internet. Yeah, you can't do that now. Well, I can't. You can. No, I can't even on mine because it'll well, say, it'll pick it up and it'll start it back from the time I started watching it right there. If I miss 15 minutes of it, I just miss 15 minutes see, of it. The old one would actually go back start and start over. the entire show over. Yeah. No, mine will do that. If It's capable of doing that. Yeah. My internet's just not capable of it. Yeah. Well, so it's not the internet, internet on to mine. Catch up. Yeah, it's not the internet on mine. That's the problem. It's just the way that that new DVR system. Well, here's of mine your is part. Set your up. stuff's probably not set up right. If you've got a genie and a mini, a genie and a mini, your box is the one. Yeah. You got dish or direct? I got direct. They okay. have that new system. Dish that where, do it. Like my even my 
Directive my, will do it. My receiver is even different than yours now. It, well, now this is not one of the new ones, right? But the ones in the house are the genies. Yeah, they're the like genies. that tall or or that thick. But one in my kitchen on top of the refrigerator, it's like literally yeah, that big. That's just like the, little, the yeah, that's what the kids are. have in their rooms yeah. on dish. And I can't remember why I kept this one out here. It's one of the newer old ones. That's the one. But I'm probably gonna tie it in. Yeah. Because there was something I get confused on what I've DVR where like this movie right here I'm recording it, but I'm pretty sure I recorded it in the house too. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we. But if it was on this. that system, it wouldn't matter. I thought we recorded this like last week too. Did I thought we, we did because yeah. we've watched it out here two or three times. Yeah, me and you watched it out here last. It's Blade Runner weekend. 2049, by the way, which is an awesome movie. Yes, Great it movie. is. Anytime it's on, I have to sit through the whole thing. Yep. I got it, so uh, luckily I can pretty much pull it up whenever I want to, which I need to bring it to you. Oh. It's got some special feature stuff on it that's really I watched cool. all the special features. Oh, did you? I think I think you bought it and brought it over here because I watched all the... Well, I bought there's even like an animated thing. Yeah, me and you went And then there was Walmart a shore that does the it. Batista backstory, uh-huh. which is really cool. They should have put that in the movie. It wasn't that long. The other day when I was at Walmart uh, birthday shopping for my stepson... They had Ready Player One. It's you know out on DVD, Blu-ray. That was quick. Yeah, it seems like it came out on DVD really quick. Yeah, it did. It because dude, it's only last what two months ago it was still in the theaters. Yeah, I want the Blu-ray version of it because there's a lot of bonus feature stuff. Hey, you know it. there's an Easter egg in the movie. A yeah, real but nobody's egg. found it yet. And you went on to DeLorean if you found no, it. No, that's in the book. The book when it first came out was oh, slapped full of I Easter eggs. I thought there eggs. was an Easter egg in the movie. And if you followed the Easter eggs in the book, so it, we need Anthony it here. was to a uh, well. Anthony's one. Anthony hadn't even seen it. the movie yet. Well, I've got the next best thing. I've got Google. But the book had Easter eggs in it. And if you followed the Easter eggs, you got a DeLorean, and they already found it. What was it? A DeLorean. No, what was the Easter egg to make you win the DeLorean? Oh, I don't know. You just had to follow a series of clues. That's smart writing right there. Damn it, I hate this laptop. When I type, if my thumbs bump the uh, the, tr- the mouse pad thing, it it screws up what I'm typing. It does that on my work computer, and I hate that thing. Movie. Well, there's a bunch of Easter eggs in the movie. Oh, yeah. But I'm thinking there's one that makes you want a prize. I don't know. I'm not reading all that. There's too many words. Where are my notes at? Oh, the new Seeking 7 video is out. Everybody needs to go watch it. We had Rob in the studio on episode 95? 90, 94? Yeah, 95. Oh, 95. And he was talking about the video. It's out now. You can go watch it on their Facebook page, YouTube. It's really good. Yeah. Germ's in it. Sean's in it. Yeah, we made little cameos in it. It's a really good song, too. I liked it. Will you go flip those patties? Yes. We got some grass-fed patties on the grill. And I know every, what everybody's thinking. Gas-fed patties. Gas-fed patties. Uh, I was the same way. I was with you when I first heard about grass-fed beef. I was like, oh, God, there's just another way for them to charge more money for some something. I'll know tonight because this is going to be my first one. Is this one. your first one? Dude, yeah. you, I will be more than happy to let somebody blindfold me. And feed me regular beef and grass-fed beef. I will be able to tell you the difference. Because I just bought it on a whim. We needed. We were cooking over here one night. <laughs> big surprise. And uh, we didn't have enough. So I was going to pick up another thing of beef or whatever. And I was like, you know what? 
those grass feds were sitting there and I, I got one. I was like, I'm going to try it. And I was like, oh my God. And I listen to a lot of podcasts where people talk about health and fitness and diet crap. <laughs> and uh, okay, Bill Burr. it's funny. It's, it, it's, it makes sense. Your food tastes better when it eats what it's supposed to eat. Cows are supposed to eat grass, not corn. Well, we're supposed like to in a real world. <laughs> in a real world, cows eat grass. So grass-fed beef, it's like the way it's supposed to taste. You know what I mean? Yeah. But either yeah, way, like, I don't know. I, all I'm telling you is, this, but it's good. I'm Did I hear you say, say this is his first really one? Don't I don't yeah. put anything on it. Yeah, so, if I don't yeah. like it, I'm gonna let y'all know. I'm gonna like, hey, give me my corn fed with steroids. I have yet <laughs> to I have yet to meet a person that didn't like it. But it's, I can tell you what. I don't know, man. All, all I can tell you is it tastes better. That's like what a pound worth of meat. It's more expensive, too? and that's why I thought it was some like this organic movement where they just slap a sticker on it to charge more. I was I was totally there. I was like, ah, this is a bunch of crap. Then I ate it. And I was like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because you bought you bought. I, we're overselling it now. He's gonna be like, "Oh, it's all right." No, he bought <laughs> just so he Mark can like bought, disagree with us. <laughs> Mark bought two. I would two never of them. do it that. It was okay. Mark. Mark bought two of them. One Meanwhile, night, you're like, "Oh my!" God. And he's like, "He's like, hey, <laughs> he's like, hey, I got something I want you to try." And I was like, "All right." And then uh, he told me what it was. I said, "I think I might have tried to buy yours like last week or whatever." And he's like, "You got to eat one of these, man." And so he fixed them, and like I was hooked. That's the only kind of hamburger meat I'll eat now. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Well, see, I quit doing the bun with the hamburgers a long time ago, and this is perfect because it's just like a big square slab of beef. It's like a meatloaf patty. Yeah, yeah. and I just get a fork. Sometimes I put salt and pepper, but that's it. Like I don't put any a one or nothing. No, I don't. You put don't any need one on my steaks. Yeah, you, well, I learned I learned a lesson about steaks, and Joe used to tell me this all the time. Going back to Joe Casada. Joe Redbeard, he would be like, why are you marinating your steaks? Why are you coloring the meat? Or, you know, the flavor of the meat. And I'm like, you know, steak is good enough. It doesn't need help. Right. It doesn't need, if, if it's a good cut anyway, it's fi- it's fine on its own. It doesn't need your your input. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, perfectly if you li- fine. If you like it, then. I mean, if you like it, I think, you've, I think a lot of times we just get used to just pouring stuff all over it but because i still like marinating steaks i i, I was dude i used to mar- i used to freeze my steaks yep. in the marinade so that it would like freeze for 24 it would, hours because when it gets cold it like draws the yep. juice in and stuff yep. like i was I, and then I'm as you're with cooking you. it you got those flavor bursts now inside it. now all i do is uh salt well there's two things i'll do salt and pepper and it's the way i cook it has changed i put it over direct heat for like i'll set a stopwatch well, that salt and pepper that we put on them the other night, because we, we did fix some the other night, and this got, what, like garlic? It had a, it was that Himalayan salt, the crushed. Uh, pink salt? No, it wasn't pink. It was, more, it was, it was man salt. Yes. <laughs> no. But it, it, had like, it was like a mixture of three different things. It was the Himalayan salt, the crushed pepper, the well, the coarse ground pepper, excuse me, yeah. and a little bit of garlic, yeah, all mixed into one. And I put that on my steak, but I cook it fast, like I put it on direct heat for just a couple of minutes on each side. I like them bloody. Yeah, I don't like eating leather. I don't, don't want to eat my shoe. I want leather. Not me. Well, not quite leather. I want that soft leather. I've been eating bloody be rare beef my entire adult life, and I've never once 
gotten sick. Well, I don't do it. Now, I'm I've been sick, sick on chicken. Pork and chicken will do it. More than Please. once. I don't think I've been sick on pork. I know I've been sick pork. off of chicken. One time was at uh, one of the fast food restaurants I've here in Amherst. I've got salmonella from chicken yeah. twice, maybe three times. But, yeah. And I've also been sick off tuna before. And that is the absolute worst sickness you'll ever have. I got full-blown salmonella one time. And I still don't know exactly where I got it from. I think I got it from some lettuce. Because I started working back through everything I ate leading that up to that. That was right about the time all that romaine lettuce from Walmart got And we were recalled. eating romaine yes. lettuce That's a right. lot. That's when y'all was doing those uh, lettuce wrap But see, it's thingies. weird to me. It's like, but nobody else got sick. Yeah. Why did I just get the piece of the because contamination? Because you was the only one out here that night that was doing it. No, I no, ate it, he too. does. I don't know. I just know I got salmonella and it sucked. It sucked. You, yeah, Bad. you were sick for a, a week. Uh, yeah. Bad a, sick for a, a week. A mini a day. Um, All right, starting over now. Let's take a break, <laughs> and then we'll finish up. Turn the air conditioner back on. Yeah, it's getting stuffy now. What What was that gesture? You were like, no, yes, no. I was like, no, don't mention it, but he did it again. Did he? Yeah, he just done it. Have either of y'all looked in the freezer today? Uh, there's like three pizzas and... So you haven't? No. Just okay. what I threw in there last night. Because if you looked in the freezer, you would know what I'm talking about. Open the freezer. I want to look in the freezer. No, you don't. Oh, no. Oh, no. What the? Oh, no. A Coke Zero exploded in there last night. You never took it out. Why are you instantly blaming me? It could have been anybody. <laughs> because who was down in Coke Zero's like beer last It wasn't night? me because I don't drink Coke Zero. Okay, but I don't like being blamed for things even when I do them. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. But it's here's the problem. Totally what the word affair means. We leave, no, but we. <laughs> affair? Totally what the word fair means. Oh, I thought you said that's what the affair means. I'm like, oh. whoa, that went in a weird direction. Hey, 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 get back into podcast mode, Mark. Look, <laughs> we've left things in the freezer a lot. And usually what happens is the little, the bottom part like Spot bulges out, out yeah. or the top part where the mouth goes pops open. No. This some bitch exploded. Open it. I want to see it. No, you don't. I do. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yeah. It looks like a murder scene from Friday the Thirteenth, or not Marilyn Elm Street. <laughs> I am not cleaning that up. <laughs> I mean, how could we? It's ice. That is awesome. Hey, look at the can. The whole side is missing. Like, the, dude, it, it's it, all over the top of the freezer. The whole look. The whole side. Holy shit! Pulled it out. I can't stuck everything. <laughs> so it popped out of the, the door side. frame. Good God! And wow. yet you, and yet you have your hands on it, but you still put it right back in there. Well, it's because I mean, it is stuck to everything. Yeah. You could tear the plastic. He almost pulled a bag of food out. <laughs> food that's going to be marinated and frozen. I see Coke Zero. Hey, I'm gonna have diet. That is awesome. I'm gonna have diet fettuccine. I've never seen that happen. I've I've never seen one explode like that. Of course, I've never put a Coke in the freezer. Like I've seen glass bottles explode, but not aluminum, not aluminium. That that was awesome. So we have a design flaw in Coke Zero cans. Well, we need to get on the phone with them. Still diverting the problem away from me. If you ever see Germ out in public, ask him about how much ghost pepper he ate the first time. It was. I didn't just stop it. Don't don't even let him finish the story. 
It, it was a smidge. But then I'll brag on Kelly. Did we that, talk about that? We didn't talk no, about that. No, that happened last weekend. Yeah, that was last I'm weekend. growing ghost peppers out here at the Killjay Ranch. Ding. I got the bell over here. Ding. And screw Mark's ghost peppers. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you're not supposed to eat them. Now y'all tell me. Yeah, well, see, me and Kelly have this one thing now that we've agreed on. We can uh, put it on the, check it off the list of things not to try, but things that, you know, we've we tried. Did. Yeah. <laughs> that goes on the stupid stuff list. Definitely won't happen again. Almost stupid enough to make me quit drinking. So what happened was I had a ghost pepper laying on the bar. Now i got like a whole bag of them that I'm fixing to put in the freezer. And they got drunk and started daring each other to take a bite. Well, I think Kelly said I something like... I wish it like, been that great if that had been the dare. I think, I think he said something like, I'll take a bite if you take a bite. And Jerem took like this tiny little nibble. And then Kelly just like chomped. I got my head. And he, he got ran about, outside yeah, and threw up. He got about three quarters so of that hot, in he one bite. He turned about six different colors of red. How did you feel the next day? Fine. Your digestive system was okay? It, apparently, I got everything out but maybe one seed. You were he, glad it came out that end. Yeah, he binged. Uh, I, yeah. I got everything <laughs> you out know, Ty, but one seed. Ty and, was hanging out with us, and Ty was giving me shit about the little bite. And I said, fine. I took another bite, and then I handed it to Ty. And then I was sitting there going, I need milk. I need milk. We should get back to comic books. This is going nowhere good. Hey, it's, yeah, let's do that. What you got in your hand right now? I was flipping through that. You know, earlier I was telling you about that uh, Infinity Gauntlet book. Well, I read it today. And, um, which is not that old. Infinity Gauntlet came out in like, what, 90, 91? Yeah. Which I guess that is pretty old now. Almost 20 years. Almost. But it's so funny how... Actually, over 20 years. We talked about this before, but like old comic books, like in the last 10 years, comics have gotten less wordy. Like comic books are like reading books. Yeah. I remember uh, I read the Judas Contract, the Teen Titans, you know, they made an animated film. Yep. So I was like, I'm going to go read the comic. I'm going to read the book that they based it on. And, uh... Oh my God, I was exhausted when I got done. It's so wordy. Like, yeah. they didn't let the artwork kind of carry the story back then. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It was just a sign of the times. That's the way they did comic books back then. And this one's kind of that way. I mean, there's a lot of actual. So, if, if, you, if you're listening to this and you don't like comics, but you do like books, get old comic books because yeah. they're basically books with pictures. Uh, and I can vouch for that because yesterday when we stopped off by Elbow and Jennifer's, they got that free Spider Man comic on the counter. Yeah, I picked it, was it up. Free? Damn it! I should have grabbed one. I picked it up. It's it's black and white, and there's no words. So I was telling Jennifer, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna write my own story to this, and I'm gonna put the words in here, and bring it back to you, and let y'all read it, and tell me how bad it is. So he's gonna do like a Mad Libs for a comic. Yes, absolutely. and you know what I really like is uh, that's how lazy they're getting. The way the that. Batman comics, how they'll have like what he's thinking in a separate little box. Not yeah. in a bubble. Kind of like the, yeah, they don't do the yeah, head they bubble do, well, they anymore. Do it the diff- they do well, no, they still color. do that, sort of. But It's a different color for him. But when he's thinking, yeah. it's a different square. And if there's multiple people thinking, it'll have a little Batman symbol when it's him. Yeah. Thinking something. <laughs> and then like if, if like Robin or Nightwing or whoever, it'll have like their symbol by it. See, Deadpool does theirs in a different color. Yeah. Everything that he's thinking Sometimes will it's be like in that, yellow. Yeah. And then everybody else's will be in black. But now they really let the artwork talk. Like you have several panels of just 
artwork. Yeah. And and then there's a lot of stuff implied, which I like. It's a lot easier to read. But um, this is really wordy, but it's it's really good. Like, um, but there's a couple things I wanted to point out, and y'all can't see this, obviously. But look at Doctor Strange. Yeah. In this, does he not look like a cop? With that mustache, he looks kind of like a he nice needs some team. mirror shades, and he needs to be writing somebody if, if a ticket. If it wasn't for his littering and he looks like collar a, coming up, yeah, he'd look straight like a super jerk. I don't know. That's a straight up nineteen eighties porn star mustache. That's some weird and uh, drawing. Another thing is, look how fat Thanos is. Like he's fatty McCheeseburger in this. Where's oh. a picture of? Look. That's not like a good one, but you can t- kind of tell. Oh, yeah. He needs to lay off. Why, are you McDonald's. texting during the podcast? No. Party foul. Look how fat Thanos is. I like, he's, he's muscular, but like, he needs I, to trade that Infinity Gauntlet in for a Fitbit. I know, like, right? Maybe he, he, he just, he's already got the Infinity Gauntlet. What's he got to prove now? Oh, in he this done, book, he, he laid, had to prove a lot. He done, uh, laid, he done laid off the treadmill. Now he can snap He's not watching them carbohydrates like he used to. He hadn't started farming his space corn yet, like in the in the movie. <laughs> but what's the the major difference in this and the movie was uh, like death itself or death herself. Death is a girl in this. Yeah. And she kind of resurrected Thanos to purge, which you know his. His mission was to purge just because he thought that was his calling. Yeah. You said death is female in this? Yeah. You know, in all the Deadpool. Yeah, he has a love affair with death. Because it he, may be he the dated same. her for a while. Well, Thanos wants to. She's a, He's in the friend zone. Big time. Now, now, Deadpool took death from... I mean, this have, is Marvel, so it might have been somebody else. I don't, I don't know. I don't read enough Marvel to, to to tell you, but like, death came to the realization that there's more people alive right now in the universe than have ever died. So she thought that was a imbalance. Yeah. So she commissions Thanos to take care of that, and I don't. I'm really kind of confused on. Well, he took it upon himself to get all the Infinity Stones, so I guess he could have done that without them in this. I don't know. But she got mad at him because he was more powerful than her after he got all the stones. Yeah. But he was he's in love with her and he's trying to impress her. And uh this guy, I don't know what his name is, but he's like in the comic he's he's Thanos's like little sidekick. Little henchman. He's the one that uh He looks like the devil Spider Man and Iron Man killed in the movie. But like uh it, oh to impress death, he even made her this castle shrine thing where they could sit and rule the universe together. Huh. And she's like, meh. She's like totally just friend zoning him. And uh Hang on, I want to show you look that, that's Nebula right there. Look at Nebula. Yeah. Nebula looks no, a whole lot. Yeah, it looks like a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Because really, she's, she's I, the one that's like mostly like robot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this this guy that is like his his sidekick or his, his I don't know, little helper dude. He's like, she's just mad at you because you haven't done what she wanted you to do. And he's like, oh, yeah. 
Like, I've, I forgot to, you know, kill half the people in the universe. So he just snapped his fingers. Like, there wasn't anybody trying to stop him or anything. Like, right. it wasn't like the Avengers were new. What was going on? Like, well, the Silver Surfer came and told Doctor Strange what was about to happen. But he was just, like, hanging out with death and snapped his fingers. And, like, and the people didn't turn to sand, though. They just kind of, like, phased out of existence. Yeah. yeah. And, like, everybody else in this book, like, this is book one of six, so. But in this particular one, you see Spider-Man for a couple of panels. And you see the uh, most of the Avengers for a panel or two. But it's mostly just. A Thanos story. Yeah. Just him and death. And you see, well, you see a lot of Doctor Strange's weird handlebar mustache. Yeah, I'm glad Benedict Cumberbatch didn't go with that (laughs) Doctor Strange look. (laughs) I don't know how long they went with this look either. I don't know, they may do a True Believers number one Infinity Gauntlet (laughs) 2. I don't think they will because, like I said, at the very end, the last thing you see is that, which is an advertisement for the trade paperback. So, like, this whole thing is basically an advertisement. Well, maybe they're just going to put out one book to promote the entire trade paperback. Which I would recommend buying. I would recommend. I mean, it's it's good. It was a good read. I enjoyed it. I had to take a couple breaks. (laughs) Like I said, it's so wordy. I brought my glasses out here. You're uh, what? Yeah, my comic book adapters. <laughs> and it wasn't as bad as the Teen Titans stuff from like the 80s. Like I said, I, f- I needed a nap when I I've got into the Judas contract. of Teen Titans 80s. I was tired. Hard to read. I was like, whew, I feel like I've been at work all day. Um, all right, I lied, Mark. You want another beer? Well, let's finish this up real quick. Well, no, I'll get you a beer. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Let's finish it up. That way I won't be a liar. But I need one, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just opened one. I'm good. I'm glad Anthony will be here tomorrow night because he would not enjoy this conversation. No. But I, no, some not. of the podcasts I listen to, like people people will review, like they'll read a comic book. Which I, The way I really want to do it is pick a comic book <laughs> like this. And all three of us read it, and then we review it. We yeah. just talk about it. Yeah. And I wanted to start doing that, so I just kind of did. <laughs> you like that? I just I threw like it out that. there. But another thing that I want to do that's probably going to be definitely Patreon material is, uh, you know how we talked about us doing like the Mystery Science Theater 3000 yes. thing? Yeah. Well, Chris Jericho just did that. Yeah, so stole, does that mean like we'll be sitting off him now? No, I'm actually glad he did it because um, what it did for me is it let me know that it's it's doable and and it's entertaining. Because I just pictured of us watching a movie. There's like long periods of us just us watching the movie in silence. Well, no, a lot of that you cut out. You do. They did. For the and, and, the, and they picked the perfect movie. They did Phantom of the Park. Kiss meets Phantom of the Park. That Kiss movie that was so terrible from the seventies. I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. Um, they, uh, that was what Robot Kiss, wasn't it? Uh, it's, it's, it was weird. Yeah. There were robots in the movie. Yeah. Me and but, my aunt. But Kiss wasn't robots. Show. They had powers and stuff. Like, just really weird, strange. One in Blue Fire. Yeah, but, um, anyway, like, 
they did it with Team Tiger Awesome, which is another podcast, and they would ask each other questions about Kiss through the throughout the thing, and they fast forwarded or they edited through, you know, some of the spots. So it wasn't, it wasn't a two hour podcast. Mm-hmm. They kind of like jumped to the end where because they made fun of the fact that Kiss doesn't show up until like forty five minutes into the movie. So they edited a lot of that out. But what it told me is that it is doable and it's it's listenable. So it let me know that we could probably pull that off. You need to let me know what podcast that was. We just we'll just go to Talkers Jericho. It's one of the newest ones. Is it? Okay. Like, I'll go check it out. Yeah, they do he does one or two a week. And it's one of the most recent ones. Like I say it's it's pretty good, but that's definitely something because it'd be different. We'd put it on our we'd put it on the Patreon thing that we're trying to get off. Well, the like ground. I said, I think when you do one episode well, on we the need regular to pick a podcast, good movie, I then do after that kind of with their appetite for if, if it comes off good. And if it comes like, off good, if if we like the way it, it comes off, then well, they yeah. were making the joke on there because Team Tiger Awesome has a podcast on the Jericho Network. And they said, depending on how good this is, it might air on our show and it might air on Chris's show. And it aired on Chris's, so everybody so did it. Was really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was it was funny though. Because I mean they were just sitting around BS and they were kind of making fun of the movie. They were talking about Kiss and Well, I know if So it's gotta be a good movie to, to do. It's gotta I think be people a, ought to call in to the voicemail line and give us their opinion on what they think we should we do. We definitely need a good movie. It needs to be an old movie. Yeah. How old though? I mean, pretty old. I don't want to get sued. Well, I mean, you can still get away with that with copyright infringements. It, that's not that hard. Because we're not showing the movie. No, you, but you'll be able to hear it in the background. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's... Like, if we had this unmuted, they would hear it. Which I don't want to say the name of this movie because I haven't watched it in its completion. But there's a good chance we're going to have to bring back the Movies That Don't Suck segment just for this movie. Yep. Yeah. Very possible. Because what I've seen so far, I like, and it, Which, it got very low rating. Actually, we've got like four, four movies on that list. Because we was talking about some last week, off off podcast. So anyway, y'all help us think of a movie to do. So call in the hotmail line. The hotmail line. <laughs> voicemail line. Is the that hot there? voicemail line. The hot Let's call those hot line. call those hot mails. <laughs> call into that hot voicemail. What are you line. doing? I'm calling some hot mails right now. I'm a hot mail line. Let's call into that hot that hot mail line, no. and I promise you, we won't charge you two ninety nine a minute. All right, I'm cutting all that out. Call on the voicemail line. Do not line. cut any of that out. All of it's gone. Nope. If you if you cut this out, I will severely protest and probably forget. You will forget that I cut it out. You'll forget that we even did it. You can't just snap it out of existence, Thanos. Oh, I can. Don't I be fat, the, Thanos. I've got the, oh, so now I'm fat. <laughs> no, Thanos is fat. We already covered it. So are you going to edit that out, too? He was busy. Are you just editing edit, everything, Mr. Edit of Editor? He was busy editing. on his phone, remember? I'm cutting all of y'all out. It's just gonna be, from now on, it's going to be the me podcast. No, it's just you're just going to edit everything out. <laughs> so I'm like, here's that segment from Kella. And then we'll come back like, all right. And that was it. There was nothing because he edited everything nothing, out. Because everything was edited. You need to grow a little tiny mustache under your nose. <laughs> no. I'm All right, we're going off the rails. Anthony's going to be upset with us. Call the voicemail line. line. Let us know what you think we should do for mystery theater. I like hotmail line now. I'm going to kick you. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> you can't. Your legs aren't long enough, Thanos. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's another thing. He was kind of short in this, too. It sounds like I'm ripping on this comic book, but I really liked it. Actually, it sounds like you're ripping on Kellogg. Thanos just didn't look intimidating. I'm with Germ. I thought you were just ripping on me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have some passive aggressive things to toward me. Feelings towards you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because you're editing out all my comedy. But no, look, you make fun of me. Just to show. Like, look at him standing next to that guy. I mean, even though he's crouched down right there, you can see he's like way taller than Thanos. Yeah. Thanos is like uh, an Oompa Loompa. He's like, he's a little teapot, short and stout. Here's his infinity gauntlet and here's his spout. Um, they, and they may go into this more in the other the other five books in the series, but it really didn't talk much about how he got all the stones. It went through like one of them where he went like off somewhere to get one of the stones. Cause there was a lot of backtracking. Cause when the when the comic book starts, he's already got the gauntlet and all the stones. Yeah. But then they kind of backtrack and tell how he got one of them. I'm gonna have to read that. It's good. I, I highly you can take this one with you and read it. It's a reader I mean, copy. I, I could, all I gotta do is sit down with it for 20 minutes. Well, I could probably do that. 20 one. minutes. I probably could do that. I've seen 20. you read comics. This is not that thick. Yeah, no, but yeah, I, me and him are probably. That's a lot like of it took shit me 20 time. minutes. It was like you like 30 seconds. Okay, well, I, I'll read it tomorrow. I'll come over here and read it tomorrow before. Yeah, I'll leave it out here. I'll probably get the trade paper back, to be honest with you, just to get all of them. Yeah. So anyway, what comic book do y'all want us to review? Like a back issue. I don't want to do something new because it'd be spoilery. Yeah. Ah. I wasn't talking to you specifically. I meant like our listeners. <laughs> what, are they going to call the hot voicemail line the hot mail line <laughs> m-a-l-e <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> hi Bill Burr oh yeah alright let's get off of here let's turn that air back on and watch the rest of this movie that we're not gonna name yet we're gonna sit here in awkward silence while Kella's on his phone Kella's been on this, his phone this whole podcast yeah. That's like a major party file. Don't be jealous. <laughs> Don't be hating. I'm not hating. I could play Clash of Clans right now if I wanted to. But I'm not playing I'm, Clash of Clans. I'm not saying you are. I was just making it a hot mail example. <laughs> You're looking at hot mails. That's why you said that. And there it is. <laughs> All right, folks. Stick around. <laughs> You didn't. It gets better. You didn't, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cut it off right there. So, me and Anthony decided tonight to uh, come up with a new little segment. It's called 100 o'clock. Yep. Right now, it's 101 o'clock. Mark's Mark's not here with us right now, so we uh, decided to take it upon ourselves to just... uh, just give him editing duties. Yeah. Just well, he's already got the editing duties. We're just gonna give him more stuff to edit. Yeah. We're he just might gonna, just delete it all. He probably will. But we're we're just gonna BS around for a minute. So we have to say something very profound, where he won't be able to delete it. That's what we need to do. Yeah. We can say we did, and he'll have to listen to it. <laughs> Either way, you'll find out. Mark. <laughs> Or we can just use it for Patreon stuff. I do need to talk about it. Let me get my phone. It's right there. 
I was going to talk about this on the podcast tonight, but I don't know if we're going to get there, so I'll just do it on this segment of Anthony's book review. Uh, I've been reading the Expanse series. I've read the first two. Oh, yeah. This chair is really squeaky. <laughs> uh, I read the first two, and it's Game of Thrones in, Game of Thrones in Space. What? <laughs> it's about... It's, I don't know how long, but it's in the future, a good while in the future. Yeah. And the solar system is colonized by people. So Earth is uh, governed by the UN. Mars is its own military power. And the in-between is the asteroid belt, and they have colonies on that that supply Mars and earth and the lunar base which is part of earth the moon yeah uh with supplies and stuff uh synthetic food and the like and stuff like that well they're called belters people who are born on the asteroid belt that provide all this this, the stuff for the mars and earth are called belters and they're they're born in simulated gravity so they have different characteristics so and they're there's kind of there's kind of uh, iffiness between Mars and Earth and with the belters and Mars and Earth because they feel like they're non-represented. So you've and got the Lannisters. And, so you yeah. have all the factions of space and all this kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. I'm going to have to uh, definitely check this out. It's There's a series on, I didn't even know, I read the first book and I didn't even know it. There was a series on sci-fi called The Expanse and that's what this book, the books are based on. Oh, okay. It's, uh, I wonder if we can get that on demand. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime if you have Amazon Prime. So, yeah. it's but it's it's good. The books are really good. I right. like the books a lot. You know, I'm not a big reader unless it's comic books per se, but um I did see today when I was at my local neighborhood Walmart <laughs> that uh they have a new Dan Brown book. He just came out with a new book. I like Dan Brown. He, you know, he's the guy that did the Da Vinci Code, and I've uh, listened to the audio of, of all three of those. Yeah, well, he's got. I think this is like the fifth book now. He's mm-hmm. got one that wasn't real popular before the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, and uh, this one here, I'm trying to remember what the name of it was, but I saw it today, and I mean, it's pretty thick. I mean, it's almost like Bible thick. So yeah. I was like, I'm kind of itching i might have to buy this but yeah, i didn't, I didn't buy it today but i'm i'm going to you need to read the dark Elf trilogy i got it i'll let you borrow it the what the dark Elf trilogy it's the okay. ari Salvatore. oh yeah uh, i got all three in one compendium uh or whatever you want to call it yeah they put all three books in one book yeah i got it i'll let you borrow it okay and uh you can listen it's this it's great it's awesome. awesome and uh it's well you've heard us talk about it yeah 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 no, I, you know, I went back and even listened to the interview with Ari Salvatore, you know, in the early on episodes of Real Pop Culture. Yeah. So, you know, that that always did kind of intrigue me, but I've just never really tried to go out because, like I said, I'm not a big book reader. I've never tried to go out and just find stuff. Now, if somebody mentions something to me and it sounds intriguing to me, I'll go listen or look for it or try to find an audiobook version of it or whatever I got to do. But, uh, I mean, you know me how bad I am at audiobooks, yeah. too. He's, yeah, for real. He's got some, uh, he's got a graphic audio, 
a graphic novel that I have I haven't read it yet. So you might read it. Oh yeah, definitely. I'd give anything a try. And uh, what else have I read while we're on Anthony's book review? <laughs> At the hundred o'clock segment. At the hundred o'clock. Mark's not here. <laughs> uh. We both got our phones out right now because yeah, I, I remember I, I made a note about a movie I watched. Sandman Slim. Sandman uh, Slim. Sandman Slim. I've read the first one in that. It's a series of books too. I'm gonna read the second one uh, probably Monday. He is a magician. Magician, you know, there are magicians and stuff. There's different level of magicians, like real, like real magic. Yeah. Uh, like Harry Potter, Harry Potter rated R. Uh, we're all grown up and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, he got uh, kind of stabbed in his back in the back by his group of uh, magic friends, and okay. uh, because he was more powerful and they were jealous, so they kind of cast him to hell. Yeah. And they sent him down to hell for a little while, and he finally escaped hell. He he went there. He never died. He just went there. Yeah. He came back. He come back with some like, extra powers he picked up while he was down there. A little dark magic. A little, the little, little, little extra stuff. Yeah. So, uh, and now he's getting vengeance on the people who uh, sent him to hell in the first place. Sandman Slim. That sounds badass, too. Uh, he's he's pretty uh, he's pretty ruthless. He's kind of like an anti-hero book or whatever because he's not a good guy at all. Uh, but he's the main guy. So it's, yeah. it's like an anti-hero book. Okay. Cool. I was watching, uh, just flipping through channels the other night, and I saw this movie called Immortals. And I was like, what is this about? And I, I mean, it was like fixing to come on, so I went and I looked at the info on it and everything, and it was a uh, Henry Cavill movie before he ever did Superman or Man of Steel. Uh, I think this was like two years before. Uh, it came out in 2011. And what it is basically is it's one of those Greek mythology movies. You know, it's got Zeus and mm-hmm. uh, Athena and all those in it, and. Henry Cavill's character is basically the gods are looking down on him and you know in favor mm-hmm. of him and they're wanting to you know take charge lead people and stuff and I sat there and I watched that whole movie before I knew it I mean I'm not big on like Greek mythology stuff what? per se why not I'm just, I mean to me it's just like eh, well it is or it isn't that stuff's awesome but I mean it's not that I don't find it interesting it's just not my cup of tea I mean I guess but I sat there and I watched that entire movie and I was like, holy crap. This movie is freaking awesome. And so next time it came on, I DVR'd it. And I was like, I'm going to watch this again. Henry Cavill's pretty badass, though. He was badass in kind of a Monte Cristo. Yep. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that movie. Everybody does. Do your worst. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But he even did Do You Bleed line like he did in the... Justice League movie. Oh yeah, he even did it, and it sounded just the same way. He was young and then he was yeah. a he's a teenager. And another movie I watched this, and I, t- I took notes on this last or made a note about this last night. Christian Bale, you know, Batman. Yeah. The movie The Fighter. Mm-hmm. Where like he's like a like he's all methed out or oh, whatever, yeah. and oh my god, I have not seen him other than uh I mean I'm not gonna even put Batman in this but what's the movie where he killed Jared Leto you know where he's a psycho American Psycho American oh yeah yeah 
Um, next to that, I think his acting was the best between American Psycho and The Fighter. Yeah. Because that's like a whole different version of him that I've never seen. And I just, I had to applaud it. I thought it was great. Did you see him when he was a little kid, like uh, Newsies, when he was like singing and dancing? No. In, in the musical? No. <laughs> he was like 13 or 14 years old. <laughs> oh, wow. Dancing. <laughs> wow. You yes. know, and it's so astonishing to me that a lot of these British people come over here and can do such great English accents. I mean, like American accents. But then you've got some of us that can do really good English accents, but then some of us is like, that's an American trying to do an English accent. Yeah, I think uh, they they can do Southern accents better because there's still mm. a connection there to it. But uh, Yeah, there's a draw. The worst is like somebody from like New York or trying to do a Southern accent. They can't yeah. do it. They sound horrible. And somebody Southern trying to do New York, they can't. They, they right. don't go, but they don't, it don't translate well. Right. Uh, well, you know, it's like Mark Wahlberg. He's from, like, Boston. He's from, like, Boston. Yeah, but, you know, he's got that Massachusetts talk. Like, if he lets himself just go, like in the movie Ted, yeah, that real Bostonian accent wicked comes awesome. out. It's oh, wicked awesome. Yeah, it comes out a lot. But then you see him in other movies, and he tones it down. So, I mean, it's like he's got control over that and stuff. Me, I just talk like this, and I make words that don't make sense a lot of the time. Yeah, you do that a lot. A lot. Your face has a nose. Yeah. Your nose <laughs> has a face. Mark's still not here. Editing punishment. We <laughs> <laughs> already know what we're doing. Right. Hey, so let's tell everybody what we did today. That's for the podcast, though. Is this the podcast? We're going to get here, Mark. Uh, we already done a hey, podcast, Mark. Hey, Mark. Is this part of the podcast? Is this part of the podcast? Is this part of the podcast? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> in the box. So, have you seen Ready Player One yet? I have not. Oh! The punishing well, you. St- you stayed on me it took about... took you four years to read the book. Yeah, but we're listening you to the book. You still didn't read the book. I did. Did I li- you? I listened to it all the way through <laughs> twice. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm wanting you to watch the movie because I want to discuss the differences between... Uh, the book in the movie. I have to wait on Kara. Kara Brooke wants to watch it too, and I don't want to watch it without her. So yeah, I got to go to Walmart, or you can get it on Direct TV too. So yeah, Mark, when you uh, get time to listen to all this, we're gonna put this file in the middle of yeah. everything else. Yeah, I'll it's just jump. gonna go in the middle. All jumbled up. We're just gonna sit here for a second and pause. So there's a long pause that you have to cut out. <laughs> we can use this for the Patreon or something, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, I mean, we could I do don't it know yet. why we would charge people for this. <laughs> Stupid is squeaky chairs cost money. Yeah, good. We gotta go check the fire. Yeah, we're gonna go check the Pause fire. Pause it. I wanted to take a quick minute to tell everyone where they can find Kill Pop Culture online and what we call the list. You just made the list. Thank you, Chris Jericho. We're on Facebook.com slash Podcast. Our Twitter is at KillPopC. You can open your Instagram app and search for Kill Pop Culture. We're on there as well. Our Podomatic website is KillPopCulture.Podomatic.com. You can download the Podomatic app. We're on iTunes. Please subscribe. We're on Google Play. You have to go to Google Play Music and then search for Kill Pop Culture. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, 
player.fm, soundcloud.com slash killpopculture. To find our YouTube channel, just go to YouTube and search for Kill Pop Culture. You just made the list! Go to advertisecast.com to find out how you, yes you, can be a part of Kill Pop Culture by way of advertisement. And last but not least, you can send us an email anytime at killpopculture69 at gmail.com. You just made the list! I watched that um, the new the new DC animated film Death of Superman. It is good. You you said you have not. I, I know I, you hadn't seen it. You don't like them. I started on it, but I didn't get to finish it the other day because I have a two year old that won't let me sit down long enough to watch something. One thing they've been doing lately is uh, in the the animated films they've really dialed that in. Like Superman and Batman. Well, all of them. Like their costumes look really cool. Yeah. Like I wish they really did that. Like in the movies. And uh, the voice actors, they've they've got, like, the perfect people doing the voices for yeah. them. But, yeah, I mean, you, you can't really spoil, like, oh, Superman dies. It's called the death of Superman. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can go <laughs> but ahead it's and based talk about it. It's pretty, me. Well, it's based pretty good on the, the death of Superman. I've got the trade that has yeah. all of them together. I thought it also followed along pretty well with uh, Batman v Superman. Or Superman v. Batman. I didn't really get that vibe. I mean, although the Justice League is in this, but pretty briefly. I mean, this is yeah. a Superman story. But you couldn't really have somebody come to destroy the Earth and the Justice League not try to stop them. The only thing, like, before the, the, the movie actually came out, you know, you always saw, like, the trailers for it and stuff. And the only thing that, just like Batman vs. Superman, that I didn't like was the way they made Doomsday look. Of course, yeah. he has to do a different take on it, but if you go back to the death of the Superman comic, he looked nothing like that at all. He looks like some big, bald old guy. He looked like the Hulk. Yeah. Like a... Like the Grey Hulk. A deformed Hulk. Yeah. But, now he did, towards the end of the movie, get more... Because, like, the bones would grow. Yeah. As they did. Yeah. But yeah, the this movie I'm talking about now, they did Doomsday right. Like, I thought he looked pretty. He even cool. had on the suit for a while, like oh, the yeah. suit that he came to Earth in. Yeah. All right, Anthony, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Actually, I'm actually glad you're here. Back at the Hall of Justice. <laughs> I used to watch that too. Uh, I'm glad that you're here because I wanted to talk to you about, uh, and it's this this kind of crosses over into you don't watch wrestling a lot. But you do watch UFC, mm-hmm. and you're into that a lot. So this thing with D- uh, Daniel Cor- Cormier, am I saying it right? Daniel and Cormier. Brock Lesnar, yes. Especially at the end of like the last UFC, where like Brock came into the ring, which they actually like know each other. So that was kind of a that basically described it as WWE meets UFC. Like it was a, the promo. You, you watched the yeah the in ring thing. It was literally a, like a WWE moment in the UFC. Yeah, they've been talk back when Brock was fighting. In the UFC more regularly, they used to talk crap about each other, about, about wrestling in mm-hmm. general. Oh yeah, Daniel Cormier is a huge wrestler because he's a, like he's like a huge wrestler. Uh, but I think uh, it's going to be a good fight. The thing that's amazing about Cormier is his ability to go back and forth between weight classes. I mean, if I just try to drop ten pounds, it's it's rough. And you can imagine trying to drop ten pounds. Well, how, how many? He has to it's, drop way more than that, doesn't he? Like 20 uh, to get in the next... 
I don't think he he owns a belt in both. He don't max out the heavyweight like Brock does because Brock's heavy. I think Brock's heavy. That's easy for him. Brock's yeah. heavier than the max. But now if Brock had to go down a weight class, that'd be rough. Oh, that, Brock couldn't go down. He wouldn't. Yeah, he, he, he wouldn't make it. Uh, and by the time he got that thin, he would be so weak. From the lack of calories, yeah. he would get beat up. It would be literally Brock Lesnar losing a hundred pounds. It would that that many. Yeah, that's that. I don't know the weight classes. It's, it. I get, it's, I get uh, it's 205 and 262. Damn. So that's the difference in the weight class. But a oh lot of gosh. weight, a lot of heavyweights don't ever max out the 262. Brock Lesnar does. He does max it out. He's pretty tall too, though. He's pretty tall. He's yeah, like he's six just three, a big six four. Steak. He's but, a giant uh, ribeye. Well, well, Daniel Cormier, I think he comes in at like two. 240 or something like that. Well, as long as you make weight on weigh-in, do they weigh you the day of the fight as well? No. They weigh you the day before. Uh, so it's the day before. It's the day before. So that's still pretty rough. It's pretty rough, yeah. Because it's not like you can – because, like, if you're dieting, you're weak. You're starving your body, basically. A, a lot of fighters on this weight cut, they're, they're starting to try to redo the rules on it, but a lot of fighters, like, they'll come into a camp weighing around probably about 25, 30 pounds heavier than the weight class. And they'll train down till about ten pounds, ten to fifteen pounds above the weight, and then they'll lose that ten to fifteen pounds of water weight, and then weigh in, and then when which means they're dehydrated. They when dehydrate they fight. themselves, <laughs> and then they will blow back up. So when they come in on fight day, they literally weigh probably. So as soon as they step off the scales, they're just killing water like steadily. They just yeah, they'll they'll hydrate, and they'll most people can get that back, and they'll come into a fight weighing. Mm. You know, where a 170-pound fighter will weigh 190 pounds a day of the fight. Seriously? Yes. That's weird how they do it. Some people can do it. Some people can't. Uh, They'll come in there huge. Like like that cyborg chick, she fights at 145 pounds. Yeah. When she's training, when she's not fighting, she weighs 190 pounds. Wow. But she's, she's enormous. She's huge. Well, that's, like I said, that's the interesting thing about him is he holds belts in both weight right. classes. And he has to drop weight to go defend that belt and then put weight back on to go fight in the uh, – like, that is, that's just crazy. Back and forth. Is, yeah, he has to cut – I don't think he cuts as much. He don't really have to worry about it for the heavyweight fight, but uh, he's just stronger for the light heavy. Light heavy. So here's the million-dollar question. And whether you're a fan of Brock Lesnar or not, you have to look at his entire career, including his last fight that was deemed a no contest, even though he won. I think he failed like one or two out of 104 drug tests or he something. He failed like 102 drug out tests of, out of 104. Was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, maybe they just spun it differently. And The last guy who failed a drug test took Brock Lesnar's piss as a drug <laughs> As a steroid. <laughs> As a steroid. <laughs> it, was, it was literally that bad. So who do you who do you think is going to win in, in the? I think Daniel Cormier. Really? Uh, just because his wrestling is on par with Brock's, and he is current in his wrestling. What? Yeah. He stays active in training and wrestling where Brock Lesnar doesn't. Right. He's just got a natural born ability to wrestle, and he done it. And he just comes in. He'll train before the fight, yes. Sure. But he's not going to stay with it. Like Daniel Cormier, he's always kind of – He's living it. He's living Lesner, it. Do you think him being in the WWE right now is going to – It's hurting. It's going to hurt him, yes. Yeah. But you do realize he has a very, very light part-time schedule in the WWE. Right. Uh, yeah. Like most of the time, his uh, quote-unquote appearance on Raw is like just Paul Heyman coming out and talking. Yeah. Like yeah. Brock's not even there. 
Right. I think I can't remember in his contract how many times he has to show up, but it's like very few per year. Yeah. It's which is weird because he's got the title. <laughs> but that's what a lot of the fans bitch about. Yeah. It's weird. There's a size difference between them. Uh, Brock Lesnar's gonna be bigger. He's gonna be stronger. But uh, Daniel Cormier's a freak when it comes to wrestling and that kind of stuff. Has We're, this fight been officially announced? I mean, I know as Dan, far as I know, it's, Dana, offi- it's officially announced. Dana White said it's going to happen, but like it hasn't been put on like a. Brock don't come off his suspension until January. Okay, so we so, got a little time. So we got we'll have to wait till January. Do you think Daniel Cormier will have to defend his other belt between now and then? Because that could make a difference. I think he'll fight his defend his other belt first. What happens if he if he he'll just uh, have to. What's it called? Surrender it if he doesn't. If he doesn't, he'll have to. Um, he'll have to keep bouncing back and forth because he's got to defend both. Because if he doesn't, he'll have to. Like, in my, I don't know. I have no idea because I think the more money was John Jones and Brock Lesnar, and that's what they was waiting on. And I don't think they thought Daniel Cormier would beat Stayopic or whatever his name was. Uh-huh. I, that was just a fluke. I mean, and he didn't even beat him by wrestling. He beat him by. By, by a lucky shot, he just popped him and he knocked him out. Okay, I actually didn't watch the fight. I just watched. The, they wasn't the end. expecting that. that. I mean, it was like a freakishly unexpected thing. It's just one of those shots. But they all said got, he looked really good in the fight. But he's yeah, but uh, Daniel Cormier did. But he looked really good yeah, in the fight. But Daniel, Daniel Cormier, he's he's. It wasn't like one of those fights where somebody was getting their ass kicked and then they just, they just no, pulled out no, a Mary he's, he's really he 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 got the lucky shot because of wrestling. Wrestling set up the shot, and uh. It's going to be a good fight. I'll, I'll get the fight. Oh, absolutely. That's definitely Because, see, I'm, I like UFC, but I don't get all the pay-per-views. I only get, like, the, the ones I'm really interested in. And this is this is going to be the one. I'll look at the card yeah. and see. Uh, there's one in October I'm going to see if you'll get because that's when uh, Conor McGregor's coming back. I mean, I'll get any of them. If there's one yeah. you want to watch, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll watch it, you know. I just don't spend the money unless it's something – yeah, you know, Conor McGregor's coming back in October. I mean, I dude, I don't even watch all the WWE right. WWE pay per views anymore. I watch SummerSlam coming yeah, up. There's tomorrow. Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, it ain't like you got time to watch all the WWE pay per views. I know. Don't get me started. Um, when is The Walking Dead starting back? I know Fear the Walking Dead is October. already starting. Yeah, oh, so October. we got a little time on that. Too. Fear's already started back. Yeah, not that much time, but a little bit of time. Fear started back last Sunday. You realize October's not that. Just the eighteenth. Yeah, we're almost there. How did we burn through September that quick? We need to start going ahead and start uh, getting. Uh, well, we had still burned through August. September. This is August. It's August. What did I say? September. Yeah. yeah. We need to go ahead and start lining up interviews for October. That's why September doesn't feel like it went through fast because it hasn't happened it yet. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Okay, I'm time traveling. We're almost ready for me though. Yeah. This On the hundredth episode. Ninety episode. When we're doing. Yeah, we we upped it. Yeah. To the 99th episode, and then we'll be part. We're drinking while, while we record we... 100. There was no one last <laughs> question I had about that match I was going to run by you, but I cannot remember what it was. Oh, I do remember. I know you don't care about this, but I mean, do you think Vince McMahon would let Brock Lesnar, because he's the champion right now at WWE? Mm hmm. Editor's note, the day after we recorded this, Roman Reigns did in fact defeat Brock Lesnar for the WWE Universal Championship at SummerSlam. And Paul Heyman cut a promo on Monday Night Raw a couple weeks ago about like him showing up for the, uh, not the weigh-in, but the, what's that thing they do where they 
meet up and have the little press conference. Oh, the, conference. the pre, the, yeah, the post. The, the, that, that's just called the press conference. The press conference. They him walking into that with the WWE belt on his shoulder. I think it'd be awesome. Would Man. Vince McMahon allow that, and or would Dana White allow? Dana White and Dana Vince McMahon probably friends. wouldn't. Well, there's money there. They're friends. That, it would make sense. They, 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 they're friends. That depends on if, if he Dana White. But they're also well. businessmen, so whatever's better for business. If Dana White and Vince McMahon wasn't buddies. Uh, and yeah. friends, Brock Lesnar would not be allowed to CM go Punk back and forth. CM between. Punk wouldn't even been, wouldn't even got his jump up like they did twice. Even though CM Punk don't have nothing to do with the wrestling anymore, I think they had a lot to do with it though. Yeah, Just, I was actually sad to see CM Punk get beat up so bad. I was I was hoping he would at least win a fight. Well, he's in, just, in the UFC. He just he started too late in the game. Yeah. Well, it's it's like Dana White said. And you can't say it's him being arrogant because the proof's in the pudding, but it's like he said, this is a tough place to learn. Yeah. Most people don't start in the UFC. No, Brock Lesnar didn't even start there. No, absolutely not. He started somewhere else. The Olympics. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Brock Lesnar started. He, he had an MMA in fight. college, yeah. He had an MMA fight before. Oh, yeah, in before, in like, like Bellator or something. He had, a warm, pride, he had a warm-up fight. Yeah. And then he fought. He Danny, didn't come in with a 0-0 record. Yeah, then he fought, um, what's his name? The one that beat him, and then he beat him the second time. Oh gosh, I know his Frank name. Frank Mir, yeah, Mir, Frank yeah. Mir. He really proved himself on that rematch. Yeah, because a lot of people thought that I was just pulling for Brock Lesnar because I'm a wrestling guy, which I do think it does bring a little bit, a little bit of legitimacy to wrestling, even though we know it's you know predetermined. Still, it's cool. It's cool to know that there's people out there that. That wrestle that can't. I mean, dude, Bobby Lashley. I don't think it. Now, Bobby Lashley's got an impressive MMA record. I don't think it legitimizes. And he's huge, like muscular. Like, you would think his cardio would be just shits. Yeah. But I'm like you, Andy. I don't think. I don't legitimize professional wrestling. wrestling. It's no. just that there's an athlete that professionally wrestles. I mean, that's all it is. Well, it's like if you're having one of those schoolyard arguments, like wrestling's fake. You know, you can't even like. Well, Brock Lesnar, dude. Well, still, yeah, it's still it's not predetermined. Brock I don't like not, using the F word. It's not, um, it, not until Brock goes to the USC, then it's real. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's money there in both companies oh, yeah. to to milk this. Let hell let Brock Lesnar walk into the ring against Daniel Cormier with a <laughs> WWE title <laughs> on his shoulder Bro. and walk out if he wins. How freaking badass would that be? If Daniel Cormier walks out with a WWE belt too? <laughs> no. <laughs> if Brock Lesnar had a had the title on each shoulder from each company. That would be. But you know how funny that would be it'd be insane. if people started booing him when they yeah, walked out. I mean, happen. they very well that could. That would happen. They very well could. Because you know UFC people don't really get along well with wrestling folks. Well, they think yeah. it's a sellout. Wrestling. They think they're selling out. Yeah. That's what they do. I mean, it's a business. But, um, yeah, but then we'll. They got to keep the lights on. The business on. aspect of it is the, like the definition of selling out, ain't it? Kind of, yeah, if you're doing so, something for money. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a weird world, man. So, uh, we live in strange times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the movie It. IT. Which sucks because I wanted to talk to you like three weeks ago about this, but you, you were at work. And now I've forgotten like all the questions. but that Because I, I made notes when I watched the mm-hmm. movie. The, the 2017 version. And I actually, when I when I Googled this a while ago to get the, the dates, I had forgotten that the 2000, no, the 1990 version was a TV series, it's not TV a movie. Series, yeah. But can't you, like, get 
the 1990 yeah, as it. a movie? They have it as yeah. a movie. What do they do? Just put it all together? Or they edit it down into one like? And the commercial breaks are gone. It's just, it was That's a, it. Yeah, the commercial breaks are gone. It's, it's still be a long ass movie, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, it's still long. Yeah, it's long. It's still it's long. a big ass book. Yeah, it's a huge book. But in the book, because you've read the book, does it go into what we're about to go into with part two, or is this a whole new thing? Because part two is going to be like thirty years later. Well, there's a part two. It goes, two, to it goes into book. that in the book. The book is a completion where the movie is like, like one half, half like yeah. not, even, okay. not even half the book. That actually makes more sense then. I thought that maybe they were going to uncharted territory with no. this. No. Okay. So it's like a divider page in the middle of the book saying thirty years later. <laughs> it goes back dot, and forth dot, between dot. the two. Oh, it goes nice. back and forth. Okay. Uh, I've, I've got it somewhere. It start, I've got the audio book. This is, I just the, haven't listened the to it. The audio is great. It's like they, 40 hours, right? It's like 40 hours, yeah. It, but it's, it's really, like two really, days. It's really, really good. It's really. Uh, I it's, think I'm going to wait till like Halloween season. To it starts to in the beginning. It starts in now, and it kind of goes back in time. And it, and it, it transitions. I it, like it when they do that. It goes back and forth well. That's cool. It's really good. Until you get to that, whoa, moment of the book. And you're like, whoa. I'm but just really, so glad. And again, this, turn is, it off. this is mild spoilers for the 2017 <laughs> version. But I mean, come on, people. This This... Story's been around for a while. I'm just glad he wasn't a, a spider at the end of it. Like, that pissed me off in the 1990 version. Like, he's just a spider, and he uses the clown to lure people in. Yeah. Right? Am I remembering that wrong? In the 1990s, when it was just a giant spider at the end of the movie. No. Pennywise has always been Pennywise. No, he was Pennywise, but the, the, the spider thing used Pennywise to lure people in because it wanted to right. eat him. Yeah. yeah. Am, I, am I right? Yeah. Right. It's been a long time. Don't get me wrong. It's been a, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been, been a long time. Yeah, that's what it is in the book, too. I don't like that. It's like, I, I oh, it's a spider. I didn't like it either, but it, they, it they wasn't play. just a spider. That's the, that's the equivalent of like the at the end of the movie, somebody wakes up and the whole thing was a dream. That's how bad that is. <laughs> But, uh, are you making it's, fun of the Bob Newhart show? It's uh, <laughs> the way I understood it, 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 it would it just described it as being as looking like a spider, not actually being a spider. Right. Yeah, because he just said it had a lot of legs. It, just, it was the description of you know it. me. I don't like spiders, so I, maybe I'm just biased. That's this what it is. So here's my question. One of the ones I remember, I was a little bit confused because at times in the movie it alluded to the fact that Pennywise feeds off of your fear. But at times he feeds off of actual children because he eats them. So, is it both? Does he feed off fear? Does he feed off he kids? Eats the children and which and, and why not grown ups? Do they not eat, taste as eats good? Eats their fear. Kids are more like well, most grown ups are scared of stuff. Oh yeah. So he wants both. He wants the kids and the fear. Yeah. Okay. So how come some of the kids he would eat them? And then some of them were like down there floating. Was that snacks for later? For when he does his 30 year? Yeah. He'll wake up and eat a kid that's kind of, floating? Kind of like a spider. Kind of like a spider. <laughs> There's okay. your spider moment right there. So those kids that were floating down there, like he was going to... Eat them later. Eat them later. Okay. They all float Like down a there. spider. Like a... <laughs> Hand me a beer. They all float down there. One of those ultras. It was good, though. Like, it was legitimately scary, too. Yeah. I was. I I'm was glad I watched it by myself and not with my friends because it, it's just scarier for it, some yeah, reason, yeah. spookier. I watched it Halloween night. I liked it. I thought year. I was going to be um, disappointed in the Pennywise because no, no, he Tim, was great because Tim Curry is just oh my god, yeah. Tim Curry. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard act to follow. It's a hard act to follow. I would like to hear his take on this. I bet he liked it. And um, I think he done a good job. Oh, I think he did great. I want to say there was an interview on YouTube. With him talking about the new, uh, the new it. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. 
Christmas that one called? Lagunitas. You said this is not an IPA, it's but not I smell a, it's, it's a lot a of hops. It's a pale ale, so oh. it's on the cusp. It's an IPA light. Why don't y'all have me one of them? Something easy. A beer? Yeah. Because <laughs> you need, like, you need a, a, a sedated. <laughs> no, I don't need sedation. Easy. I need a boost. A beer gives you a boost? We got a no, look, th- let me tell you something. If I'm really tired and I drink a beer, one of two things is going to happen. I'm going to either pass out or perk up. Sometimes it gives me energy. Sometimes I pass out so hard you could do surgery on me. And what's it normally do to me, Mark? Anesthetic. It's actually really good. I'll get sleepy if I drink coffee. If I drink like one cup of coffee, I could I could actually see that because there's not that much caffeine in it, but that warm is kind of like soothing, especially if it's cold. Yes, that's it. Just like sometimes if I drink a cup of tea, I drink a, like a cup of Earl Grey or something. Yeah. Oh, man, I get sleepy oh, as hell. Yeah, I like I like. It's gonna be party time. I like hey, this. party beer. For those of you listening at home, he just handed Kill out one of those coffee shots we talk about on here from time to time. Yeah, I bought me a four pack the other day. Zero to one hundred. I still haven't found the quick. vanilla. I've looked everywhere. Uh, Tupelo is the only place that carries them around here. Hmm. Speaking of Skarsgård, the guy who played it, what's his name? I can't. Bill Skarsgård. Bill. Um. He's in the original series on Hulu, Castle Rock. Yeah, I think you told me about that. That's that's good. I need to watch that. It's Stephen King and J.J. Abrams. Mind blown. I've seen the previews for it a lot, but I, I didn't never know if it would be something I'd be interested in watching. Why have you not watched Ready Player One yet? I know you're if you haven't saw it, but I mean, you're such a fan of that book. Are you scared uh, you're not going to like it or you just haven't had time? I've had time to watch it, but I haven't had time to watch it with Kara, and Kara wants to watch it with me. It's one you're going to want to watch more than once. Just act so, surprised. But Kara get, Kara get mad she'll if get I watch it with her. She'll put him in an arm bar and beat him and up. She'll beat me up. Yeah. Or just don't tell him. Steal my flashlight and whatever. Kara, Kara steals all my cool toys. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything. Not that I could because you've read the book. Right. Uh, but I was trying to explain to somebody after watching the movie how and why I liked it and how and why you should still definitely read the book because there's no way to cram like I can't remember who it was but somebody was kind of bitching about the movie uh, like, probably me they didn't do this they didn't do that I'm like but they couldn't they only had two hours to tell yeah. the story I think there were some copyright things with well, stuff for in the book sure, of most was, of the yeah. most of the stuff you'll see was Steven Spielberg stuff the right. nostalgia stuff yeah. which he covers a lot of that you know in his movies but yeah, yeah I mean I'm sure it would be hard as hell to get all the, the permissions yeah that would be but one of the main things is the each key that he got in the movie, he got you know relatively quick compared to the book. Yeah. In the no. book, he went on these big, long adventures. And those stories were really good. Like the whole story about him having to, he didn't have enough money to go off world. No, yeah. so he had to stay on the That's school great. planet. Yeah. Like they just kind of glazed over all that. Um, which again, I, I hate that they had to, but there's no freaking way they could have done put the book in the movie. I think that and that's. I came to the realization when I was explaining this to somebody that maybe that's why the book is always better because the book's got more time to tell the story where the movie's only got two hours. And you can tell, you can, I can describe something to you, but if I put it into a visual representation, it's hard to, it might not be as impressive. Yeah. Another thing I liked um, is this, the guy that wrote the screenplay was, uh, not anywhere, uh, Ernest Klein. Ernest Klein. Yeah. He wrote the screenplay. Oh, did he? So, I mean, that means it's approved. Uh, yeah. I, I, mean, I think... So, he had my approval before I saw it. I don't know who quoted I don't know who said this, but if I took a picture of sand 
and give it to you, you'd say that's sand. But if I got, if I was a wordsmith and described sand in a hundred words, it would sound a whole lot cooler than just a picture of sand. For sure. So that's that's right. the that's the difference between a movie. So and the a movies book. come in with a disadvantage. Yes. Yeah. Big time. I, I mean, think so. it's like I told you last night when we were doing the hundred o'clock segment that I'm glad that I actually. Listen to the book because I mean you stayed on me, stayed on me, stayed on me about it, and I listened to it twice before I ever watched the movie, and I really, really appreciated the book a whole lot more even after watching the movie. I haven't had one person. I've told I've talked people into reading the book. I I've had too. to like twist people's arm and talk them into reading the book, and they Just, always thank you, don't they? And and I've never had anybody disappointed, and they've always like, oh my god, it was pretty, it was a great book. It's in my yeah. top three favorite of all time, uh, and my one of my other favorite, The Martian. I love going back and forth between the book and the I movie. had to twist your arm to watch, listen to The Martian. Yeah, and the movie's good too. Yeah, but uh, the, the the book and the movie—that's a good combo. That you, is you a need good both. combo. I like them both. It's like when a comic book comes out and then they make a movie about the comic, and they're both awesome. It's almost like two different takes on the same thing. But I wish uh, if they make a movie, I think a movie version of Armada, Armada, Armada would be better oh, than a movie version. Of I, yeah. I still say Armada is my favorite book out of the, those tens. two. I love them both since I was a big fan of Iron Eagle. God. Yeah, Chappie. I listen to the Iron Eagle playlist. They have a Iron. They have a uh, playlist on Spotify from oh, yeah. Armada. Oh yeah, you know I think I've got <laughs> the soundtrack. When I got the audio book, oh, and the music for Ray Player the One soundtrack. Was yeah, but uh, it's yeah, the the music for the movie. Like I wish they still made soundtracks. That'd be a good one. Yes, and I went back. Yeah, I think that, and then right after I read the book, I read that and Armada, and then Stranger Things come out. I think it was such a well. The reason why I like them, but one of the reasons is great content. I like the the '80s flashback because that was my childhood. Stranger Things, Ready yeah. Player One, Armada, that whole throwback to when I was a kid. It just, yeah. Makes it a little rich. I just realized it's almost 6 o'clock. It was awesome. We oh, got yeah. Be, we got to be in Columbus by you 7. Get, you got to go home. I haven't even took a shower yet. What? what? I you don't get up and get ready. I've got to go up? get ready, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'll get ready quick. I don't have that much hair. Like, I, I can get up and get ready to go as soon as I get up. Oh, no. It was, I was hungry. Now another book. <laughs> yeah, and I don't mind going to Huddle House smelling like no, bedhead. It? <laughs> it's not like oh, yeah. well, let's get dressed up to go to Huddle House. All right, well, uh, well, I mean, I can leave y'all with it. Y'all can keep talking, but I gotta go. Well, another we book. Be I just get ready. Uh, was anywhere the other book that we was reading? No, uh, that was uh, the Moon movie. Yeah, what's, about the Moon Base. What, what was the name of it? You were, you were the one that recommended Oh, Artemis. That? Artemis. Artemis. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That needs to be a movie, too. Well, the, I they're feel like talking about making it a and movie. And Rosario Dawson done an amazing job in narrating that book. Yes. Oh, and she... Well, they're she, talking about she's going she to be She voice acted playing. in the, super, the Death of Superman cartoon. Yeah. yeah. She's a busy person. She's an, she does a she lot does of She does an amazing, uh, amazing job at just looking awesome, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she pretty. <laughs> she real pretty, mama. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about making that a movie. Artemis would be great. And they were talking about she was going to play the role of Artemis, but they she's started too, saying she's, that old, she's a little bit too old. Yeah, this is like a 17-year-old girl. Yeah. Cause I mean, not Dawson? that she looks old, but she don't look 17. She's my age. She's 41, 40. I think she just celebrated her 40th. Yeah, that cable's bad. 40, 41st, yeah. something like that. Do I want to keep – you want me to leave this going and y'all keep talking? I mean, that's fine. 
I'm like, fine with that. You fine with that? You okay? <laughs> We're at 50 minutes right now. We're at 50 minutes? Yeah, we can go ahead. Jesus, the main body of the podcast is over now. Well, that's fine. Hell, it's been it's, okay. a, lot of it's been a couple weeks. Well, that and a lot of this is going to be edited down. Are you scared? I'm going to start editing on it tomorrow. Mark's going to buy me a McCallum tonight. He said so. I'm holding him to that shit, too. Well, you know. Because <laughs> I wasn't going to get one. I kind of, I was kind of afraid you wouldn't. So, are y'all going to keep recording or not? I mean, I don't care. I'm fixing probably not. Probably so, not. We, do we need probably to close not. it out? Probably going to close it out. If y'all have something to talk about, though, keep talking, Bob. Really don't. Uh, we, you, we can you talk about those. These you ain't going to have books. me. Hell, y'all did a segment earlier without me. Well, well everything I had to talk about is in that segment. So, oh, that's why you have nothing else to do. Yeah, I mean, we can sit and talk about these four books too forever. Right. All right, people. Thanks for listening to episode ninety-seven. Jerem, get back in here. We're closing the door. We're closing the show out. Closing it out. Uh, he's on the phone. Oh. Um, thanks for listening to episode 97. This is Real Pop Culture. We are broadcasting from high top, the first and only floor of the Kill J studio. Jeremy sure, always messes that, that up, don't he? We're broadcasting live from high top, the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. I don't even know what I'm supposed to say. See you later, bye. See you later, bye. Love you, mean it. That sounds peace. You don't say peace. I say whatever I want. Yeah. You don't normally say peace. It's Kella. That's the Patreon. Leave that in there, but I'm going to put a beep over the F word. Pickle Rick. All right, we want to try that again. No, just leave it at that. All right, I got to go get ready.